0: Hey! How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys! How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just well. It works. What's going on with you, know? Ethan? What's going on? Well, what Don't worked? even get me started. Don't even get me started. I want to know on <laughs> with me. I'm just, I'm having the time of my life. I'm going to move my webcam slightly that way so I'm more in center frame, which I should have done before we started the podcast, but I'm so professional that I decided to do it I during. the you could
1: have delayed our start another 30 seconds.
0: Why delay what is inevitably going to be a failure regardless, Kyle? Why? You know, just Keep let it... Sometimes just you off. just gotta you look
1: at it that way.
0: Sometimes you just gotta see how the sausage is made, and it might be ugly, and it might be gross. <laughs> but hey, you know what? That's not nice. You shouldn't call me that. Apologize. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh... <laughs> Happy Monday! <laughs> you know, it's the best part of your day. You get Happy to come clock. here. Cast the clock Happy podcast o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's filler rock time, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a week until video games are showing up again, so we're doing some classic Hunter filler. I'm going to start calling it Hunter filler, because it's always you, Hunter. We always put the burden on you. I'm so sorry. It's I like... feel
2: like it's not fair that my name gets attached to it when I'm the only <laughs> one who actually comes Hunter up Hunter
0: Burden TM, you know? Like, it's, like, it's, <laughs> your, it's, it's your bread and butter, Hunter. It's your bread and butter, but now... Yeah. Um, I- I have
1: ideas, I just need to, like, work them into being ideas.
0: Well, you right see, now, they're just, like, here's the difference plans. is, yeah, here's the difference is, I like, my problem is, is I like everything being perfect and everything, you know, just being the way I want it to be, so that when it goes, so I end up never doing anything, because I'm always like, I'll do that yes. next time, when I've got more experience, and then I never get any experience, because I sit there and do nothing. You're, like, how you're kind of similar, where you want everything, and you're like, Hunter's just like, fuck it, you know what? Best PS2 games, guys. Let's just do it or whatever, and then we do the episode. PS2 games was a great episode. It was a good episode. I don't, I don't. Yep, know. It was an episode. Well, that's like that's how this podcast started. Was one to just going, okay, you've ta- you're taking the piss now. We're starting. <laughs> <laughs> you've been pushing the We're on inside. this for three months. Yeah, <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'd been mentioning it long, like way more than three months <laughs> beforehand as well. Yeah, it's just. But anyway um welcome back to the show everybody i guess where every week we come to talk about everything we love in the world of uh gaming uh you can find us on podcast services everywhere just search for hot gamers only or go to youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only uh where you can see our stupid faces every week uh if you're new to the show be a dear uh leave us either a positive review of your own podcasts or if you're on youtube hit us with a subscribe I, i we don't I don't usually I'll like, hold this one I, against don't like this. I don't like I don't mean, like selling out week, but I've noticed <laughs> that I started saying subscribe more recently and people have been. So please subscribe. It does us a ton. Crazy. It really helps. It really helps. Any engagement really helps. Uh, as we push ever fur further forward into this tragedy. There's a podcast that has somehow made it to three years Do you know what's really funny it always makes me laugh is when i look at statistics and it's like congratulations you're in like the top eight percent of podcasts and i'm like good lord think of the 90s like two percent below us like what a fucking <laughs> what a bit how's that even if, happen if us chuckle fucks can make it to the top eight percent like what's everyone else doing that i don't know um but anyway speaking of quality content hunter what are we doing this week
2: Oh, this week it was best first levels in video games. Intros, yes. first levels, whatever. I
0: Beginning believe the segments. title will be the best intros in gaming history because we love a bit of clickbait. Um, and I feel like the problem is is Kyle is a RPG nutter, so they don't really have first I levels. Am. They have first. You guys make this very difficult for me. And I mean I'm kind of similar, nah, nah, the more- I? Went levels. Every every recent like every recent video game never has really levels unless you're talking about a platformer, right? You've got like first hour or first case or first section, and it's like I was like if it's the first oh, in the video what game, I meant. it counts I wasn't gonna yeah. yeah. Even if it's four hours long, unlucky shouldn't have called it first, because now <laughs> it's it now it counts. I'm sorry, it counts. Oh I know where you're going is. with that one. Oh yeah, you I do. Think you probably do um so yeah we're just gonna talk about it's not a three by three i know there's some people who have already got out the holy water and they're fucking doing this going oh god no not a three by three don't worry those come later (laughs) we're not that desperate yet we'll bring those out later (laughs) don't you worry um but we're just gonna have a casual discussion about it because why not you know what could possibly go wrong i don't know Who, who wants to start oh i could start us off okay no pressure or anything, you know. Just, you know, you just the whole, the whole, the, the weight of the podcast is on your shoulders.
1: This is true. And what you know, better if you, way if to start it, if you, out? If you
0: pick something terrible and the your retention drops, I'm just saying you'll be you'll be having a word. <laughs> what is it?
1: What is for a second, I thought you were flipping me off. No, it
0: was the index finger. <laughs>
1: It's a I very stern oh, point least,
2: for audio I don't have listeners. the space to do, like, the phoenix, right? You I would on that.
0: <laughs> you see, I'm also, I'd also be scared, because if I move, like, anywhere away from my webcam, it starts going in stop-motion territory, so I'm just going to stay still and smile. Yeah. Anyway, we're still long enough. What is it?
1: <laughs> Anyways. Y'all, I've been on a Mario Party kick recently,
3: oh, and God. I gotta say,
1: Pirate Land from Mario Party 2 is an absolute banger of a map. Ethan, you I ever play Mario Party 2? Ethan, you love Mario Party 2, actually. <laughs> it's one of the... You love Toad. I do,
0: but it's like... <laughs> does this count? <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, guess I the... can't
2: disallow it, so... okay, so when okay, you okay, boot the game,
0: passes.
1: it's the first board that's highlighted.
0: Okay, right. Okay, so as you can tell, listeners, we are already stretching the definition far and wide. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I do like Mario Party. I go with an actual uh, one if you want. No, 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 oh, no, no. no, no. You talking. have set, you will. You We've have started, already... so you will finish. You've already um,
2: <laughs> set the ship a sail.
0: Oh, there you go. But ahoy, because uh, it's pirates. <laughs> but no, Yark. it is one of the. It's one of the three N64 games that I have ever played on an N64. Like actually, like N64, uh, Mario 64. Um, Gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart 64. So uh, ah, that's literally I that solid. That they're the only three that I've ever played like on hardware, and I like Mario nice. Party too. That was my favorite of those three things. That was my favorite. <laughs> dude, it's a
1: really good video game.
0: Yeah, it's fab. My favorite part yeah, of Pirate Land is the humping toad. That's my favorite part. Yeah, dude. and once you see it, you can't unsee it. Is that toad? <laughs> he's he's he's. What well, can I say? He's having fun with that pirate ship. A bit too much fun, if you ask me. <laughs> As oh, well, I've I cut that it I out. Love
1: toad. <laughs> I love that his Toad has, like, a slow the... wave back and forth.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then he just, just gets vigorous with one. it. And it's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Who's having the party here? I feel like we're supposed to be having the party. <laughs> yeah, I see Toad's over there yeah. in his boat having a bit too much fun in the corner. Like, what is this? Uh, but no, it's a solid map. It's probably my favourite in Mario Party 2 to be honest. Either that or uh, Dude, Space honestly, Line. Space I Line's think...
1: pretty cool. Oh, Space Straight point. up, I think it's just the one, one of the best in
2: boards in the,
3: the
1: Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, this one wasn't good enough for superstars. They brought Spaceland back and Horror Land. I think they brought also brought back from Mario Party yeah. Two.
2: Those are my two favorites in that game.
1: Um, Those are uh, really good. A new apps. one. That is two is just two is, Yeah, two is just a really solid game. I love the aesthetic of two. I like that. Like, there's all these unique design boards, and all the characters get special costumes for them as well. It's just, oh, like, it gives cool. the game a whole set of personality. Anyways, Pirate Land specifically. This is just, like, I don't... It's weird, because, like, there's not really, like, a gimmick to the board. It's just, like, a solid Mario Party board. You know, Star gets placed down, buy it for 20 coins. It's a mad dash. It's it's classic Mario Party.
2: Then, there's no, like, cannonballs that will land on certain spaces every couple of turns or something. So
1: that's where I was getting to, Hunter. <laughs> Thank you for this segue. Along the top no of the problem. board you've got this you've got these two bridges with happening spaces on them. And behind them is a pirate ship. There's five happening spaces set along like uh quick math looks like twelve spaces. I have the board open on this page or on <laughs> on my screen. So you have got five happening spaces across twelve spaces, and if you land on one of those happening spaces, anyone on those bridges will be sent back to start.
3: Um oh, it's away. an absolute like the
1: start of the clusterfuck! Board or
2: like the yeah, the start, the start of, of the, the board. Jeez, yeah. it's even worse I don't than like being get ran your ass herded herded back by to start. Space land?
1: <laughs> but dude, See? the fun, the double fun part is, is on the last five turns when duels happen. If two players oh, land on the same space, if two players get shot by those cannons, they go back to start,
2: and then they have to duel. Oh, nice. What if everybody's shot by those cannons? Is it like a four way duel?
1: Then I believe whoever landed on the hap, like whoever's turn it was when the happening space went off, gets to choose who they want to duel. Oh. I believe that's how that works. It's been a minute since I've played Mario Party 2.
0: Nice. What nice. Are you going to say, Ethan? No, I was just going to say, I like Mario Party bullshit, but I like when I'm in control. You know what I mean? I don't like. <laughs> I don't like bullshit lasers. I don't like stupid cannonballs. I like. That's why you guys are saying, oh, you know, Spaceland, Land." my favorites in Mario Party Superstars. <laughs> I personally am a fan of Yoshi's Commie Island because that's my favorite level. I don't even know what the real name yeah. of it is. It's the fucking Yoshi one. I think it's uh, Yoshi's Tropical Adventure. Tropical, Yoshi's Tropical Island? Yeah, Tropical Island or something. Where. Dude,
1: which fun fact I once is ruined... the first board of superstars?
0: Genuinely, one of my favorite moments of all time is that game I absolutely <laughs> ruined. It was like it was turn one, and I already ruined the game for everybody because I was like, "I'm going all in on the coins." Everyone <laughs> except the for thing.
2: Sam. Sam went over there and joined you.
0: Yeah, I know oh. that was, that was annoying. Dude, like, that was no, one this of the dumbest
1: games of Mario Party I've ever played, but it was so funny in hindsight. <laughs>
0: In hindsight, you were pissed in real time. You yeah, were like, he was not, not, so he was not
1: amused was in real time. So you were
2: funny, so annoyed.
0: Yeah, but you know, Mario <laughs> Party. Yeah, like so.
1: Superstars got DLC.
0: Maybe it will. There's still time. It deserves time, it. dude. It's, it's not happening. Maybe. It's been
2: over know. a year. They'll I'm patch a the new yeah. board right before they make a new one.
0: In my heart, in my heart of hearts, like twenty twenty three is graveyard shift of switch. It's like Zelda and nothing else. <laughs> so it's like they've got to drag something out. They've got to bring something kicking and screaming. Why not DLC? Who knows? But anyway, well, that's um, what Mario
1: Kart eight is for.
0: True, true. But anyway, that's that's one definition of first fucking intro level in video games. Well. Hunter, do you have a Dude, moral... I promise.
1: I, I right, promise so... that is my only oddball pick. Ah,
0: And you went first. The audience retention will fucking hate you for that. <laughs> like, comment, <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, Thank you very audience. much. Anyway, Hunt. So
2: the first bit of Metal Gear Solid 2 takes place on a boat as well. So we're just going to keep ooh, with the ooh, nautical boats. theme here. Okay. Yo-y. And... Uh... Yeah, so the tanker part of Metal Gear Solid 2 is just really solid because um basically all of them it every room in that part of the game showcases like some new detail that the PS2 allows the game to do that you couldn't do in the other one. Like one mm-hmm. room is got some lockers for you to, you know, choke choke out the guard and or break his neck and hide his body there. The next mm-hmm. room has some it has like a because it's like still a functional boat with some things on it it's got like silverware it's a lounge or whatever in the background and you can go like break that stuff to distract them like shoot it with your gun and suddenly they'll be like oh what was that over there <laughs> They're looking at, who broke all these plates etc
4: <laughs>
2: and just it just keeps uh escalating that way where it just hits you with more details as you go back go on and then When you get near the end, there's like this big... The big engine room is like this kind of... It puts all that stuff together in a way where the rest of these rooms were pretty short. This one's bigger, and it's got all of those elements blended together all nicely, and you got all that fun Kojima plot stuff uh, pushing you forward to entice
0: you to keep playing. Nice. I... Metal Gear 2 is just one of those games where I, I haven't played it cuz I haven't dipped my toe in the Metal Gear fucking I don't know well at this point, right? I haven't had a chance to. But it's one of those games from my you childhood that I remember game. my dad playing it vividly and it's like it's just it's just everything about it, right? It's like the rain and the boat scene and Dude, it's just the like The shot everything. of
2: Snake like on the boat with yeah. the rain and all that. It's so good it's one of those
0: things where it's like very rarely does a game kind of stick in my head in that way like as a kid like it's like i remember playing crash but i don't have any like vivid images really of me playing it it's because i keep playing it and keeping my nostalgia alive in a way Where i'm like i remember playing it but i have like a few certain memories it's like i can picture the intro to metal gear solid 2 even though i've never played it just because i remember watching my dad play it and sneak around and trying to figure out how everything works it was just like one it- of those things
2: at some stage of while we owned this, I think it was when I first, like, started trying to play it when I was in, like, I don't know, first grade, maybe. Uh, we didn't have a memory card at the time. Mm. It, I don't know what happened. Oh, so, like... The classic. The classic passage shots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I became very familiar with that tanker section <laughs>
3: like
2: <laughs> for a long time before I ever saw the rest of the game just because, like, you know... I I was also a kid who, you know, got kicked off of the system whenever someone else wanted it. So it was like, oh, I'll get get a little further next time. Be be quicker about it, maybe. And That's eventually it. I saw the end of it <laughs> and the rest of the game. Fair
0: play. So, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> good p- it's good just pick. It's a really
2: well-constructed pick. level. Oh,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. See, I've got one, and it's also it's a PS2 game. So you can continue that link cuz we keep there's linking up. But then I realized I have two here that are basically the same, like the exact same. <clears throat> so I'm going to talk Not about right. both of them. Right. Because one of them is the generic what well, is one of the generic oh, even cause even was going to say that. So I'm going to use the other one to just say that I like this. Because there's nothing that I like more than a good, like, heist movie. I just like heists, you know? Mm-hmm. There's just something good about heists. So the original pick here was Sly 3. Because I was thinking, cause I've was i been playing Sly recently. I've been play- I played Sly 1 really? a couple of months ago. I played Sly 2 the other day. Great. The reason I love Sly 3, and it's in a similar vein to the- what was also on this list, is the obvious one, Persona 5. I really like the intro to Persona 5. Just because I like how it just... Because I like how it just drops you in. There's people you don't know. And it's like, you're going through the heist. Something goes wrong. And then you have the fucking flashback. And you deal with it. And you go to the present day. And I didn't realize how similar the structure of those two games were. Yeah. When you say it like that... They're the exact same. They are the (laughs) exact same. They have the exact same intro. And kind of the exact same kind of story progression, really. Except Persona 5 kind of of goes a bit further ahead with its story afterwards. But man, there's something about having kind of a bombastic introduction where it's like stakes are high already. You're going in and having this mystery of who are these people that I'm working with? What's going on? What's the like the idea here? And then just it's just like I just love the idea of starting with like the final <laughs> act and then going back. I just really like that idea for an intro. It, it's just a really cool way of doing really
2: it. do really like in medias res kind of setups when they're done nicely it is really cool because then when you get to the point where it like you know when you're done with the flashback and you get there it's also a hype moment like persona for example again like getting Mm -hmm. caught up with everything was really cool
0: and you know the thing about the sly games especially was same with Sly one and two was they were already kind of in that Kind of the narration was already kind of in that past tense kind of sense, where all of the comic book scenarios were kind of so the intro ones were very much in the present. But it was like the it's kind of almost recalling it from the Furious Raccoons, right? As he's writing it down, it's like this is what happened, and this is this is that. So it, going in that kind of flashback kind of moment of my life flash before my eyes, and here we go, we'll go and see all the heists again. Is like mm. it it works already for Sly, and I just really love it, and it just it just makes me laugh. How those two are both on my list, and I just didn't notice how they basically do have the same introduction <laughs> and premise as they go in of having a big heist that ultimately goes wrong. Um But I absolutely love it, and it's and I, even though Sly Fury is definitely not my favorite of the Sly games, uh, I do think it has the strongest intro because it's breaking onto an island with the cooper vault whereas you look at the other ones you're like sly ones are just breaking into the police headquarters and someone shaking their fist at you going damn you and then the other one is breaking into a breaking into a museum which has already been stolen the night before and having someone shake their fist at you so it's like out of the three <laughs> The main trilogy. Sly Falls is also interesting, but you're also breaking into a museum again, so I feel like they just copied two. And then someone shakes so, their fist, at you. yeah. And someone does <laughs> shake their fist, at you. yeah. It's like Goldberg. Yeah. Um It's just it, I just I just love it. I just like having, you know, having characters that you don't know who they are and stuff like that. It's just it's just fun. It's just good fun. And it like you say when you finally do get to that point, it's satisfying when you're like, oh, you get to most of the time you get to play it again. And you're like, oh yeah, now I get it with the context. I get that this is this and that's that. So shout outs to Sly Three and Persona Five for being more similar than I thought they were. Uh without even realizing <laughs> it. Congratulations. Anyway, Way Kyle back to, to, to you. Go. Anyways,
1: I guess I'll keep on with the the PlayStation PlayStation Nation block we got going
0: on here. Oh, you PlayStation um, shills. Ethan... Phil Spencer's shaking in his grave. God damn it. He's not dead, but, you know. <laughs> oh.
1: Ethan, I believe that we are too hard on Crash Bandicoot 2.
4: No, I think game. it's shit.
3: I think. I'm
2: saying it's because I this that... you
3: opened it earlier. I yeah. think that speedrunning
1: this game has definitely tainted our vision to how how well-designed the game actually is.
0: No. Not you not know, I
1: disregarding all of the... all the other problems we have with it. Mm-hmm. Like, input dropping, and... the the other stuff that I can't think of. That opening embedding. level. That first... One, embedding, that's another thing. Thank you, Hunter. <laughs> Missing mm-hmm. boxes when you're doing a live tutorial. You know, all the fun stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: The classic. <laughs> Hunter sitting in my chat not saying, Hey, you missed a box until you get to the end of the level. The classics. But anyways, I digress. Turtle Woods is really cool.
4: Okay. okay I think okay. as a starting okay. level
1: for for the kind of game that Crash Bandicoot 2 is with how cryptic its
0: secrets, he's With how
2: cryptic, see where you're coming from, actually. Secret he's gonna say are... zero
0: jam, blue jam. Well, that's what he's gonna say, aren't you? You're gonna say zero jam, which is pretty cool. I'm not Well, gonna yeah,
3: because that's cause that's the secret.
0: Well, no, there's also the body slam. Well, yeah, hole. But you know, it's a good level. But it's
1: just like the idea that you'd have to run like multiple paths, passes of the level to get everything on a casual playthrough i think that's super cool and how the game kind of like it doesn't tell you the answer but it just like hints at it where after you get the box gem for the level Mm. if you run through the level again and get to the end you'll see that the box count is there but it says however many boxes you broke out of zero which gets you thinking oh hey Maybe if I go through the level without breaking any boxes, which includes checkpoints, so you have to go through without dying, maybe I'll get something cool out of this.
0: No, nah, That's and not then, how it that works. That's not how it works. D- that's how it works as you go. It says out of zero, must be a fucking glitch, walk away, and then never return, <laughs> and then find out 15 years later, oh shit, there was another thing to do here, that's exciting, isn't it? Was the that your experience? experience? I, I definitely
2: played Crash Bandicoot 2, I think, before I entered school. So I don't think I was aware of what a glitch was to be <laughs> well, fair. Well, no, I was just—I would have just I been like,
0: have... "Oh, just weird, just not, then you know, not working, <laughs> whatever, move on." <laughs> Once I've ever tried it, no, because Crash Two was the last Crash game that I played out of the original trilogy, so it was like ah. I played Crash Three first, then Crash One, then Crash Two. So it's like it's the game that I played the least as a kid, <clears throat> by far, which is funny now mm-hmm. in retrospect, but you know. <laughs> No, it's a great level. I do see where it's,
2: you're coming from, though. It encourages yeah. out-of-the-box thinking from the get-go as far as finding the secrets. Yeah. And such.
1: But then there's even other stuff. If you want to wrap the whole warp room in as the first as, like, the intro, which I'm not, but if you wanted to, you've got Red Gem just out of reach up in Snowgo. You can't jump to it. You, how, however hard you try, you cannot get it. Unless you're a cheaty speedrunner. Yeah. <laughs> But then yeah. there's also the the blue gem platform in Hang Eight. You know how if you don't have the blue gem, you can't go there. So it's that whole encouraging multiple replays of a level to get everything.
0: You see that encouraged me to go. Well, I blue don't gem. know what the fuck to do here. Guess I'm any percent in this. And then there we go. It's oh crystal run only, guys. That's what it is. That's how that works. <laughs> um. I guess here's my problem with Crash 2 is, yeah, it, it's, it's great at what it does. It's like, pique your curiosity. Look, here's a red gem that's slightly out of reach. Look, I was zero. Oh, look, a blue gem path. But the thing is, is it plays all its cards in the first warp room, and there's nothing in the you rest so. of the game that explores your curiosity because every other quote-unquote puzzle in this video game is there's somewhere where you need to stand that will warp you. Like, because that's the puzzle to everything else, where, you know, Zero Gem's cool, you have to figure out a path. Red Gem's like, oh, I you know, oh, I wonder what that is. Gonna have to figure out a way later. Every other solution is, there's Nitros that aren't bouncing, so you have to jump on them. There's a platform over there that's in the middle of the water. Go and jump on that. There's a platform over there in the water. Go and jump on that. There's a platform over there. They do that wonder, shit, like, three times. I wonder if <laughs> I can play. jump past
2: this gap that the... Polar bear, the, just the pol- me over. I feel
0: like, yeah, I feel like it's really cool, but I also wish that it's like it's almost like they made it with the intention of being like, oh, yeah, we'll get them to p- pique their curiosity, make them think outside of the box. Yeah, and then they were like, it's the idea. And now, when like we design the rest of the game, to we're gonna th- in think in the box. Yeah, I think that's the only problem with it is it kind of sets up something mm. that you like think brain power that's not required <laughs> later on. But it's still yeah, a good level. I'm not that away from it. Yeah. But Warp 1 is very much playing all of its tricks at once. If that makes sense, it's like.
3: I guess. It. Yeah. But it's still great. I'm not gonna deny that. <laughs> anyway, Hunter. Thanks for the approval, Ethan.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> um, I guess the next I'll go with. Um, the first hour and a half or so of final fantasy IX is like the most palatable intro to an rpg i've ever played uh so it's just really well paced and i think that's what helps it out you start off as like you're this theater troupe infiltrating the uh, castle town of alexandria under the guise of you're performing you're performing this annual play that's, I don't know something from the universe that I can't remember the name of to, to that, I and believe, while, yeah. the, while the uh and while that's going on, you're also trying to kidnap Princess Garnett as you do uh yeah, as you do uh mm-hmm. it was it's just really solid as far as uh they managed to set up the points of intrigue really well, like Zidane and his buddies all have a fun little chemistry with each other. Um, Garnet actually wants to leave, so she just goes along with the kidnapping thing. <laughs> it all goes sideways eventually when, you know, Queen notices, oh, they took my daughter. Attack.
3: <laughs> um. Something like
2: this. Yeah, so after that, there's, like, you crash land in the woods, and, um garnet actually gets yoink-y-sploinked by some like evil plants or something
3: the classic
2: uh, yeah the classic
3: mm-hmm.
2: so then after that zidane's like hey i can't just leave her out to dry i gotta go get her and for some reason his theater troupe boss man thief person is like well if you do that you're leaving the you're kicked out of the group and he's like okay bye and his one buddies <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because Kyle's played this part of the game at least, so he's just listening. To I have summary. This is by all, all accurate means so far. By all means, contribute when you feel like I missed something.
1: I was just gonna say, like one thing I'd add is that when you're back in Alexandria's Castle Town, I really like that it shows off all of like the major player, a lot of the major players in the story, Then you're also introduced to Vivian Steiner as well.
2: Oh yeah, while while you're like conducting your whole like grabbing Garnet and stealing her thing you're being pursued by the night captain who is hilariously bad at his job <laughs> up until he ends up jo- he ends up being on the ship with you as it get- crashes and joins up with you because <laughs> one Garnet gets taken by the evil plants and Vivi is just he's the black mage kid that um he was watching the play and he just kind of was a victim of circumstance <laughs> dude poor Vivi I know, man. That's like the moral of Final Fantasy. Just story. wanted to
3: watch a show. He just yes. wanted to watch a play. That's it.
2: So yeah, Zidane leaves his uh theater buddies behind to go uh, with Steiner and Vivi to rescue Garnet. It's all they destroy, like the I don't know plant core thing, and it makes everything plant go haywire. Green, I Think it was called. Yeah, it makes everything go haywire and the um, forest starts like turning to stone and it <laughs> looks like they're not gonna get out of them and then one Zyde's <laughs> one theater buddy um, it helps them escape at the last second but oh no, he gets stuck himself and it's all very upsetting. And poor one out and for Senna. It, it was blank, actually.
1: Ah, I had a 50-50 shot. I knew it wasn't Marcus.
2: Yeah, it was not Marcus, but uh, yeah, I just think that's all really solidly done. The last time I played it, I remembered being like, oh, I forgot how quickly this all went by because that's only, that is only like the first hour and a half. And that's a lot of stuff that happens mm-hmm. all in there. And it's set up in a way that doesn't feel rushed. Like I felt like everything was natural. I did feel kind of bad for Blank when he got petrified, even though we'd only known him for a little bit and so on. And, it manages to set up, you know, points of intrigue going forward and all that, as well. Mm-hmm. well Fantasy Nine is a yeah.
1: really good game. I'm not the biggest fan of Nine, but I do really like its hit the ground running intro.
3: I,
2: I think that's remake. a really
1: strong selling point of the
2: game. Yeah, it's. I think it's one of the reasons. Like honestly, I think Nine's a really good one to start. Like people who are new to, the, who are interested in the mm. series to mm-hmm. play. Because like, it is like starts yeah. off interesting and remains int- intriguing, and the character dynamics are really good, as opposed to like the battle know, music. Ten is starts a jam. off, yeah. The battle music is a jam. Ten, by comparison, just for example, starts off really slow, and you get God, like 10 Titus is miserable. and miserable. You get you get Titus, and then like one other person who just happens to be a revolving door for like the first two hours. God, uh, ten was miserable, dude. <laughs> Yeah, the beginning anyway, it wasn't the best. Uh, so yeah. Final Fantasy Nine's beginning is really
3: that's
0: Fair that's enough. Fair enough. I am not I am not gonna lie to you. I did try in my hardest to blank out a lot of what you said. And not because I don't appreciate you. It's because I know one day. If they do ever remake it, or one day I'll just give up and we'll play the fucking remastered version on PS4 or whatever. But I do plan on playing 9 at some point, because that's the other one that people don't shut the fuck up about. Is it's always been 7, it's always been 9. So I was kind of ignoring you, but out of love. You hear more people like...
2: talk about 9 than you do
0: 6. That's interesting. Yeah, because I don't care about the old, like, I don't care about anything pre-7, because, you know, I'm a Norvy guy, like, get that All shit right. out Fair of here, bro. S-N-E-S? But... <laughs> fucking no. If
2: you do have to resort to just playing <laughs> Sorry, I just want to make tiles
0: uh... sad, don't mind me. <laughs> if you do have me. to
2: resort to uh, just <laughs> playing the, you know, PS4 version, at least that one has the you know, 900, or 9999 cheat code.
1: Yeah, it's got the built-in cheats. Yeah, that you toggle yeah. with the sticks and
2: super That's, speed, yeah. all that and good also... stuff.
0: I will, and hey, you know, and if, also if, if it's that, available if, that for free. if that, whatever leak was it the NVIDIA leak that said F- the Fantasy 9 remake <laughs> yeah. or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised if they were making it, to be honest. You know, everything else on that leak was real, including Kingdom Hearts 4, and everyone was like, Yeah, it's a bit early for that, so it's gonna I be with the everything. Final
2: Fantasy 16 team's project is when they're uh... Dunbar maybe
0: <laughs> maybe. i did want to give a shout out to be fair because i did put ff7r on here for its first I, mission i
2: thought about i thought about mm-hmm. like in general the and the reason i p- yeah. either of version
0: the reason that i put that first mission from remake in is because it turns someone like me who doesn't give a shit about final fantasy and the slightest never have and never really intended to ever play a final fantasy game I played the demo because they put the demo out on the PlayStation Store a couple of weeks before the game came out. Actually, I think it was like January before the game came out in April. Yeah, they did. It was pretty early. And I remember playing that demo because I was like, no harm in playing the demo, right? So this was before the podcast. And I booted up that demo. And never before has a first mission ever sold me so much on a game. I I played that first mission. I think I played through it twice, to be honest. I played through that first mission. And then I instantly went to wherever I went and pre-ordered it from, and pre-ordered it instantly, and was like, yeah, well, I'll see you, on A- see you in April, I'm, I'm playing that. It's just so good. It's just, like, everything about that intro mission just sells you on what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, the, entirely. the
2: vibes that part are immaculate. Like, the music they got for that part, real good. Um,
0: Dude, it's just, like, it, it, it hits everything, you know? You have the nostalgia with the intro cutscene and all of that jazz and cloud on the train and you know doing the flip off of the back of the train and all that stuff and then you just get into <laughs> it and it's non-stop action and people talking and it's just like you have these characters around you where you're like oh my god they're saying such stupid shit i love it like you know you've just got you've just got barrett who is genuinely just default mr t and you're like yes i love you you're incredible and it's just like you just got this—you just got this cast of characters around you who are great. You've got this soundtrack that's just booming and doesn't quit for the entirety of this first hour of a mission, and it's just like, you know, again, it's it's, it's one of those missions where it's like turns up the pace instantly. Break in, get the fuck out, job done, and it's just like I love it. It's so well done, and yeah, that game has slow points, in it you know it, no, it never really, mm-hmm. I never, I don't think. There ever really is a point in that game again where I felt that level of kind of intense hype, because uh, the the
2: I, I don't remember which chapter it is now, but like the plate stuff, I would see, say. see. Even then, I didn't feel intense. like that way. Oh. I was
0: like, no, because that stupid fucking battle. What was that stupid battle that I can't remember the name of? Uh, no, that's in a different section. Reno. Yeah, no, that is fucking awful. No, not that fight. Is it that fight? thinking the one at the, the top. With no, it wasn't that rude. bad. No, it wasn't that bad. I was thinking of earlier, where because there's another moment where you're breaking into the other macro reactor and you've got that stupid fucking robot on the bridge. Awful oh, fight. Oh yeah. Oh, like, gar- Garbo nice. fight. <laughs> um, but I don't ever feel like it ever lives up to that kind of like excitement because it's like yeah, when the the things breaking, I'm like oh shit, here we go, shit's going down. And I'm like, I'm into it, but I was never like, properly, like, ah, into it again. It just like instantly <laughs> locked me in. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And there are still moments that I absolutely love. It's not my favorite moment in the game. There are still chapters that I love more, like, you know, the whole Wallmarker section I like, fucking adore. And there are places later, I think, that ch- I think chapter three and chapter. <sighs> Is it seven? Which one's Eris chapter? Is Eris Char- chapter seven? Just like the side quest chapter. Seven
2: sounds right because walmart Market was like nine or something. Yeah, so
0: it's like you know all the side quest chapters with all those like bits of story and character development, even in the side people. It's just like all oh, that stuff so good, but like that bombastic intro is just instantly sold me on it, and I'm really hoping that like whatever Rebirth has, it lives up to like those kind of epic moments. I'm hoping that there's an epic moment. <laughs> that they come up with um that isn't you know what that everyone's just sitting on with bated breath we all know what we're going into rebirth for (laughs) we we all know what we're (laughs) going in for but also i hope there's some things that are new and just even new ways of looking at it right because it's like yeah that first section of final fantasy 7 the base game it's in there and it's And it's cool. But there was just something about that modern, like, kind of bombastic, uh, like, we've spent way too much money on this video game vibe. It kind of (laughs) gave me what I was hoping I was going to get from the start of Kingdom Hearts 3, if that makes sense. Where Kingdom Hearts 3's intro is a slog and boring, and I'm like, where's the fun? I was like, where's the trailer fun? I saw so much fun in the trailer. Where is that? And I feel like Seven delivers on it instantly. It's just like, that's... that. It just, it just, it just, it scratches that itch in my monkey brain of I want the cool gameplay, and it gives it you instantly. And you're like, yes! Don't have to wait for it for six years, <laughs> like in every other fucking video game. <laughs> just feel cool instantly. Love it. Anyway, back to you, Kyle. Alright. So,
1: my next one, we're going, we're going back to the classics. Good old Mega Man X on the oh super damn. nintendo good game yeah i know
0: good game
1: it is a good game i should <laughs> i've never beaten it actually fun fact
0: i can't neither get past I.
1: the sigma stages at the end
0: neither am i yeah, well you that's what i expect that? from you yeah yeah exactly oh, no, no, if fun. anything you should be giving me a round of applause for having played any of it to be honest though it's like oh well done he's played a meganine <laughs> game yeah he's well done <laughs> this guy's <just laughs> figured it out have you yeah i've played bit of
2: he just, he just said he played some of it. Yeah.
0: Well, Not epic. much. Not much of X, but I played enough of it to go, this is good, I should get back to it at some point, and then wave goodbye to it. It's <laughs> like, so that scene from Toy Story <laughs> 3, it's like, bye! <laughs>
2: as, they
0: along, dr- as they drive off into the air, yeah, as they drive off into the sunset with Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> and, and just it's never be played yeah, again. <laughs> it's just take
2: all of the other games that Ethan said, this is good, I should get back to it, To it creates the other scene a few minutes before that.
0: Do you know what's funny, Hunter? I realized that, like... (laughs) When was it? Was it two years... It was was basically basically two years ago, right? When uh, Greg Miller started playing Persona 5 Royal again, and he stopped at Palace 2. And I was clowning him on this podcast. And I realized the other day that in my Persona 5 Royal playthrough that I stopped playing in November to play God of War, I stopped at the exact same moment he did. And I was like, you know what? The difference here being that you've beat the game before. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? I chat shit a lot. I'll be like, ah, this person didn't finish this. And I'm so bad when it comes to finishing games. Like I do have to lock in or I just like, I just wave goodbye to it. And I'm like, yeah, see you later. Guess I'll never finish you. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. <laughs> One it day, is. but anyway, yes, I have and played Mega Man X. It's a good though. stuff. Yeah, but this, this, <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem with video games. It's just like you know, there's too much good stuff. There's too much good stuff. It's true. Video
1: games anyway. should just stop being good. I always so say that I people always say show. they should take a year oh.
0: off, but I also can guarantee that if games took a year off, I wouldn't go back and play all the good games I've missed. I would just also take a year off. And then go, oh, the games (laughs) are (laughs) bad.
1: Anyway. psychopath is saying video games should take a year off.
0: Oh, you hear it all the time. I don't trust
1: that person. Too
0: much time on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. If my, like, New Year's resolution, I feel New Year's resolution, get the fuck off Twitter. I feel like that's a great one. I feel like. Maybe. It's a shame I use it too much for, yeah. I use it too much for, like, the show, unfortunately. But if I could... (laughs)
2: oh you can just schedule those and then no
0: again. i mean to keep on topic so that if there's stuff that oh, i need to know oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> god hunter i'm not that fucking desperate where i'm like i need attention i must publish these tweets live anyway kyle Mega Man x it's a great game it's intro level is also x. pretty fantastic
1: it's intro level kicks so much ass dude yeah, so, like, there's no, like, pro, no, like, story buildup or anything, it just drops you into this, like, abandoned highway stage, with a kick-ass guitar riff playing in the background, you've got this slick new Mega Man X design, looks mm-hmm. so much smoother, nowhere near as clunky as Mega Man Classic looks.
0: He's a dork. Can we talk about this? Like, someone <laughs> has no nostalgia for Mega Man, like, Mega Man, <laughs> base Mega Man, is like... Yeah he feels like the like he feels like like a school kid that got bullied like he just like he's like he's got his protective helmet on so that the bullies if they push him down he can bounce back up don't like him mega man pretty
2: cool (laughs) got the arm cannon because he's a big fan of samus
0: (laughs) yeah dude he literally does he looks like the nerdy elementary school kid that's playing as samus dude that's exactly what it is and it's like he's got his he's got his bicycle helmet on and everything he's having the time of his life you go mega man you go buddy have fun i do like original Mega Man games it's just the design's very it's very 80s which i mean also it let's just say is. Mega Man x's Mega Man x's design is also very 90s but as very someone who was 90s. born in the late 90s i relate to that slightly more than yeah 80s zero is still the coolest character in the series that's not hard zero
1: is fucking dope, and he gets introduced in this first stage. You see him right at the end. He comes in and saves your ass from purple Boba Fett. Oh, I can't remember what his actual Marvel. name is right now. Being my the favorite Mandalorian. In
0: Mandalorian.
1: Mandalorian. I
2: actually don't remember what
1: his. It's not Sigma, that's the. Per... I, I don't remember what his name is. Based? I've never beaten this is that game. that one
2: of those? Is that one?
1: No, base is Mega Man Classic. am oh, not a scientist. He's the one with the. He's the one with the black armor with, like, a robot dog.
0: Vile. Vile. And by the way, I just want to say that I just typed in Mega Man X and the letter P, and the first thing that came up was Purple Guy, so thank you, everybody. I appreciate the team effort. (laughs) Oh,
1: Nah, dude, this level. Like, everything about it, it just, like, it sets the tone perfectly for this game, and it sets the Apart enough from Mega Man Classic where it can. It deserves to, like, stand. It shows that it deserves to stand on its own as its own series. And instead of just being more Mega Man. Because, like, you never. You would never see Mega Man Classic doing this beforehand. And honestly. I haven't tried X2 or X3 yet. Or really any of the other X games. But X1 yeah. just. I think nails the nails. I've played is intro.
3: X4. Ooh, X4. Ooh, that's, that's, an the,
2: interesting that's, that's the one. That's the one i funny scene for? At the end. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't remember why that's the one, but that's the one I played. Of course, I think it was. I think it was like back when the PS3 was still the active console. They were doing one of those like. uh, it's oh, like an anniversary classic. thing. And they were doing one of those PlayStation Classics sales, and while well, I picked up like ah, I think mm-hmm. I just went, I, I think I just went ham on the Capcom stuff at the time. I picked up like Resident Evil Two, Dino Crisis Two, Mega Man, and I think it was that that was the one. So
0: I like how yeah, you like think... you get on a two spree, you're like Resident Evil Two, Dino Crisis Two, which Mega Man. should said was... four. Two plus two equals four, guys. Oh. Let's think about that. <laughs> think about it, guys. This is big math time. Obviously. <laughs> Your mum was like, you can only buy these games if you do some maths at the same time until so you're like, okay, mom, two plus two equals four.
2: But yeah, so Quick that's maths. the one I played. I can't really remember all that much about it, except for the funny scene at the end, but you know.
1: I honestly don't think I know anything about four either, except the funny scene.
0: I don't even it's know a... the funny scene. I'm too. I'm, I'm too uncultured. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude,
1: I'll share it with you when we're done recording. <laughs>
0: you think I'll be awake? That's that's funny. That's cute. It's a ten-second clip, Ethan. <laughs> you think I have ten seconds? I've got. I've got too many things to be doing. Anyway, Ugh. Mega Man X is fantastic. It is. It's always great, and it just always makes me laugh. But you know what I else is like, fantastic? What? What else is fantastic?
3: I,
1: I was I was gonna segue, but so to next uh, if you were I was saying I gonna sense. say Mega Man, I was just yeah. gonna say Mega Man's
0: fantastic and it's available everywhere, and they make a fucking collection every two years of every single fucking game. It's like
1: yes, yeah, it's true.
0: They'll, they'll, they'll just keep doing it. They'll just keep making collections on collections. I,
1: I I think Mega Man X is available on snesflix on the Switch.
0: Oh, nice! I never nice. used that. Me either. I I think I used to
3: play Super Metroid once and that's it.
2: I used to play some of Donkey Kong Country 2 for a little bit last year.
0: Anyway, moving on. Hunter.
2: I don't like Donkey Kong Country.
0: That's not the time for this. Move on. (laughs) Hunter. Alright. No, I'm
1: just sharing my
2: (laughs) adventures. Resident Evil 4's introduction is really, really good. Man. You know. I'm sure I'll get to talk about this in a few months again, no. but uh as it, <laughs> as it exists, completely
0: changed it they'll be a, completely changed it,
2: I mean fair enough if they have, but as it exists, you know, Leon's going to investigate this you know President Soer got kidnapped, and he's going to investigate this rural um suspicious Spanish <laughs> village essentially um i
0: just love that i love how it's like the president's daughter has been has been kidnapped and they're like we i i've got i've got a good idea it's gotta be this remote like spanish-looking fucking village guys like it's gotta be there it's gotta be there
2: yeah i don't remember i think i think (laughs) the backstory was she was like in abroad in spain somewhere Mm
0: -hmm. and that's
2: when she got kidnapped i don't remember exactly don't quote me on that part
0: I just think I it's like, like, okay, guys, the fog's there, and we are in the world of Resident Evil. They've got to be there, guys. Get to work. The fog <laughs> is in Silent Hill. It's the wrong series. Ethan. No, but whenever you know, well, I was trying to talk about like the FOV because of the PS2, dude. It's always looking fucking grayscale in that game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I know so it's Silent. Like I know what Silent Hill is, but also Silent Hills in America. That's not Spain. Anyway. <laughs> Spain Good and job, America, Ethan. different countries. That's your fun fact of the day with, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <you HBO>.
1: <laughs> anyway, look at that. We're giving you math and geography
0: lessons. Two plus two is four. <laughs> America and Spain, not the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> say it would be class. America and Spain, <laughs> not the same. The same. Good not job. The same. Good job. Anyway. So anyway,
2: it's just this really <laughs> nice slow build up where it starts off Leon gets out of the car and tells these other two cops, these like local cops, to stay behind and that he'll go check it out. You come across one villager who's very angry to see an outsider, he tries hmm. to like hatchet Leon's face off and Leon shoots him for his truffles. And then, you know, you encounter a couple more guys on your way to like the central hub area. You save a dog from a Bear trap if you're not a monster. Yeah. Um and then but can you pet the dog? No. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if he does, but the dog comes back to help you later. Um you know, good dog. And then when you get to like the, you know, central village area there eventually someone spots you and just everything, you know, goes awry. And it's just this uh you're basically just mad dashing to kind of shoot everyone and stay alive. You know, eventually Mr. Chainsaw, or no, it's not Mr. Chainsaw. It's, it's the Chainsaw Sisters, I believe, will be what's in the uh, uh-huh. first part.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, the um, Chainsaw Sisters.
2: Yeah. You know, the ones that will yeah. be in that first part. You know, So even though, you know, Resident Evil 4, you're a bit more mobile and all that than in the old games or older games uh still being the ability to be Mm insta-killed leave some tension there and you just survive for long enough and they all just stop because and walk off because this bell starts tolling in the distance and you're like what's up with that Mm. as you go on to investigate you know the rest
3: of the village and try to find the president's daughter
0: No, fair enough. I'm I'm really looking forward to Resident Evil Four remake. Not from a gameplay perspective, because I ain't touching that shit with a ten foot pole, bro. Not happening. But dude, you should. I'm too much of a wuss, dude. I've already got. I own so many Resident Evil games, and I'm just like, no, I don't think I will. I genuinely would be scared. It's like with the whole PSVR two version of Resident Evil Eight. I would genuinely be scared that I'd put that shit on. And I would have a heart attack and just fucking collapse and die, and that's it. Like my gravestone will read, "He was a pussy." Like that'll be it. Like he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'll like, be like, he so was maybe like, not." Be like, couldn't, ha- couldn't handle Lady Dimitri's, bro. Fucking rest I in think... peace. <laughs> I, yeah. I
2: think you would be able to handle the regular Resident Evil Eight, you know?
0: Yeah, probably probably but fair. i'm just i'm not i'm not a jump scare fan this is the thing is i don't mind creepy atmosphere i don't like creepy vibes i'm perfectly fine if i just know that something isn't going to jump out at me that's fine if something's going to creepily like walk up to me or whatever and like you know perfectly fine with that but I'm just not i'm not a jump scare guy not a jump scare guy i think it's because yeah. i think it's because when i was young do you remember that old internet video of um like the hills with the like zombie jump scare have you ever seen it it was like yeah. it was like a viral it was like one the of the first like viral videos. videos on the internet yeah someone showed me that in like in like primary school or whatever when we were like eight years old seven years old or whatever and it, sh- it scared me so fucking much and i had nightmares about it it's just like that's it jump scares were dead to me at the age mm-hmm. of like seven like no scarred for life it's not <laughs> This is also the person I had nightmares for weeks about Doctor Who, so, you know, I was the prime target audience for being scared when I was younger. So, no, not for me. But I am looking forward to seeing how they do change it up, what's the same, what's different, is it more faithful because it's RE4, or are they going to, you know, what what are they going to do to it? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun discussion.
2: I can't wait to find out.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, I'm looking forward to it. Someone who's never played Resi 4 and only mm. just got into the series last year. I'm
2: really looking forward to it. You huh. picked a good time to start. You did choose a good I time did. to start. Like if you, had, if you if you had decided like, I don't know, 4 maybe 5 years ago that this was the time to get into Resident Evil, you might have been a little left hung out to dry, but
0: <sighs> I think it's going to be interesting this though is... cuz it's like after this, <clears throat> we don't really know where Resident... cuz it's like we've known about so many games in Resident Evil for so long. Where it's like, I think even since Resident Evil Two remakes release back in um, twenty twenty was it twenty twenty or 2019, 19.
2: 2019 right
0: twenty nineteen. I feel like ever since twenty the Resident Evil Two remake, we've known that there was a three remake in development, that eight was in development, and there was rumblings of Resident Evil Four also getting a remake in the future. So it's like I feel like we've known about the past three games for literally like nearly like half a decade. Forever. It feels like yeah. yeah. So it feels mm. weird to not have the next one leaked because it's it. Fa- it feels like we've had the next three games leaked forever in Resident Evil terms, and they've all been coming <laughs> yeah. out back to back to back to back. So to have nothing It'll be in the future, to see what they yeah.
2: do next at Exciting. some point. Yeah, let's just
0: hope it's not a drought <laughs> or yeah. too much of a drought. Maybe a year off is good, but like, don't make so, it yeah, two. I wouldn't be upset yeah.
2: if they took a couple years off of the series mm-hmm. uh, after Resident Evil. Maybe even just I don't know, come up with some dlc nonsense to support the remake if you care because like yeah mercenaries mode was popular in that game and it had like and like all the versions of resident evil 4 had like seven million different Ada sub scenarios was i do definitely <laughs> i fe- I definitely
0: feel they will have a break especially because it's like the next game will probably be i mean will be resi 9 right that'll probably be next yeah mm-hmm. because I'm sure so. they've loved printing this remake money, but now they'd if they did five and six, they'd actually have to go to work and do something about it. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is hard now. Yeah. We'd have to turn a mediocre game as in five good or in six a bad game good, and it's like, oh god, like, what are we gotta do here, bro? <laughs> oh, better keep the volcano in. Keep the volcano in, guys. That was keep that Chris was a
1: Redfield punching a boulder in a volcano. That, that was please. that was a winner. That was a you, winner. You cannot get rid of that. You can't. It's That's iconic. too iconic. <laughs>
0: absolutely iconic (laughs)
1: um but yeah it's either resi 5 remake or code veronica remake
3: i believe that would be next
0: who knows what they'll do who knows uh i'm looking at the rest of my list and i'm just gonna very quickly say this off because i feel like i've I've beaten the gameplay horse to death where it's like i just like getting into it i like getting the meat straight into it marvel spider-man and Miles Morales, both of them. I love how there's literally like a 40 second cutscene, and bing bang, you are Spider-Man, he's swinging already. Love that. Doing the swings, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good shit. Love that. Don't need, don't need a exorbitant one hour cutscene where you tell me that I'm Spider-Man. No, let me swing, but- <laughs> let me shoot webs, <laughs> let me punch up some bad guys. Love it. Great. I also love the Rhino chase scene in Miles Morales. It's particularly great. I love it. Mm. The mall scene, excellent. But where Jameson, when you when you go into Jameson's <laughs> office and he's dressed oh, as Santa, so and that's the only time you actually see him in the game, brilliant, love it, <laughs> absolutely great. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go along the fucking Hunter line. The fucking the emotion, the atmosphere, the blah de blah de blah di blah. Um, the original, it, it's it's fitting. The HBO show's out, Last of Us. The first hour uh, of the Last of Us yeah. is something that i had spoiled in 2013 i knew about that has it been long enough i feel like it's bad because the net the hbo show is literally out this week so i'm like i don't know if i want to say, it's been 10 years but also i'm like it's like oh no it'll be, also, be out the day after the it's fine <laughs> it'll be out the day after because out on sunday fuck it right <laughs> it's fine <laughs> sarah's death and the last of us is something that I feel like everybody knew, like well, well ever e- people experienced and like it was just one of those kind of it's it's on the same level as the Final Fantasy Seven spoiler, where it's like every like if you've been around on the internet for long enough, you've heard about this scene or you've heard about it, right? You've seen the behind the scenes footage or you've seen something. Or even
2: times. if you've just looked at the box art when you got the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. and it's just like it's such an emotional kind of roller coaster where even having known for like eight years that that was what happened i still wasn't emotionally prepared for it when i played through the last of us the first time where you're just like man is it heavy and it's just like it just punches you in the face to be honest because like i say when you start the last of us i if i didn't know i was probably under the assumption of they weren't even going to touch the pre the pandemic i just thought they'd hop straight into it so the fact that the show, you know, Joel kind of on the final day of the regular world, um, and it's his birthday, which I also think is majorly ironic. I like, it's one of those, that's like, such you know a, that's like a cliche. You know, I often forget. because yeah. just Because his daughter Sarah wakes him up to give him his present. And I'm like, that's handy, because, you know, the world's gone to shit in five hours. So, you know, handy that you woke up woke him up at midnight to do whatever, so it's like you have this kind of heart- you play as Sarah, which I think is a brilliant choice, to be honest uh, to be thrown into <laughs> basically an apocalypse unprepared and feel like you can do nothing about it great way of uh, doing that is having you uh, initially play as her walking around the house and stuff like that being confused, not knowing what's going on the bit with uh, the neighbour where he busts through the window i like, fucking hell, I got me That was that was one that was like it's not not a terrible jump scare, but I liked it. It was, it was, that was a subtle one. I don't mind those ones. If they're not in my face, Hunter, it's all right. If they're not in my face, it's fine. All right. <laughs> just don't like him in my grill. Don't like it. Not a fan. Um, but it's just, it's just the whole atmosphere of that, the drive, and you know, you just learn stuff about Joel, and there's the people on the side of the road, and, and he's just like, you need to, be, like, he's very, you know, not like, selfish really but it's like he's very much just focused about him and his tribe and that's about it right joel's like leave him with like (laughs) the world's fucked just like like farmhouse is burning drive past it people on the side of the road keep going there's a massive traffic jam we'll drive around it because we're not fucking waiting in this we need to get the fuck out of here right you learn so much about him and then to have that so like that, that have that death scene and have that kind of emotional moment it's just it's so fucking it just hits you dude and then the guitar and all of it. It's, it's, there's something about the intro of The Last of Us where I'm like, I don't like the rest of the game as much as everybody else likes the rest of the game because then the gameplay starts and you're like, oh, fucking hell, yeah, I have to like, go. Oh, One shoot. more ladder <laughs> or one more wooden pallet I'm going to fucking read. If I yeah. have to
2: float Ellie across the water one more time.
0: Yeah. But, man, it's such a good intro to a story in a world and it's just like, yeah. like I say, and I just, extra, I also just, I just I respect knife
2: twist that Sarah gets killed by <laughs> regular people and not even like, yeah, I love zombie. that as well.
0: No, I love that as well. Cause it, it, mm. it again, it, you know, you see this moment and you can see how it shaped Joel, right? You can see how the kind of doesn't give a fuck kind of <laughs> selfish human being that Joel is right. This kind of person where. Humans are not necessarily tools to him, but he's like, he doesn't give a shit. There's no emotional attachment to anybody. He's kind of segregating himself off emotionally from the rest of the world. He has a couple of people in his life that he cares or did care about, right? He has Tommy, who he's kind of gotten estranged to in the past couple of years. He has Tess, who's his partner. Uh, But there's not really much to him and you can kind of see that from him. (laughs) Literally, regular people killed his daughters. He fucking hates everybody. He's like... And he just has to live with it. And, you know, the whole the, the whole opening up with Ellie and stuff like that, all that shite that everyone's talked to death about, great. But that intro especially, it's very good. I can't wait for the normies to react to that on Sunday. It's going to be a very fun experience for me, personally. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, because I know my parents are going to watch The Last of Us show. I might watch it, we'll see. I've heard good things, but it's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to watch the, the normies have their heartbreak. It'll be great. And it's not going to get any happier for them.
2: Anyway, I know that's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) It's like being the nerd who's read the manga, of the really depressing anime before it. uh, It's
0: like it's like it's like like knowing people are like. It's like knowing that there's a whole episode about um, thingy. What's his name? The guy that has the town, right? You know, the town with all the booby traps. I can't remember his name. Um, God, can't remember.
3: Bill. Bill
0: Tommy. Is it Bill? yeah it's bill's town right yeah Bill. yeah i thought it was bill but i was like something in my head but yeah just knowing that they're doing a whole episode on that and they're going into his backstory and then having re having read the notes in the game and knowing what that story is i'm like oh yeah. god people are like it's gonna be fucking sad <laughs> like i already know it's like oh god that's <laughs> gonna be depressing as fuck can't wait <laughs> it's gonna be fun but no, great intro anyway moving on kyle sorry How many more do you guys Uh, have, by the way? um,
3: Counting this one, I have three.
0: I can move mine down to three.
2: I've got, like, four, but also two of them are kind of samey, so... Well, there you
0: go, man. Perfect. Anyway, count.
2: All right,
1: perfect. So, I do not like Sonic the Hedgehog. I think his games are shit. All of them. I think you're on culture. Everyone I've played, I think, is shit. I think, I you're, think you're dumb.
0: No, Sonic Heroes is an incredible video game. <laughs> I, I I love it when you boot the game up and then that drum beat starts and you know what comes up must come down and then yeah hell yes Sonic I mean yeah Heroes. that intro
1: song is a bop
0: and then you've got the in- you've got the menu music that's super fucking happy and I'm like oh this is sick and then you you pick Team Sonic and you load in and you've got that weird cutscene that are a bit too high quality for a PS2 game at times and like what the fuck's going on here and then you load <laughs> into really the game were. and then you realize that uh oh stinky you have the PS2 version and it runs like ass and you're like this is a great video game fun time I love Love it it's good <laughs> that's my only sonic well, experience because that's the only sonic game other than the racing ones that i've ever played <laughs> so hooray <Anyway. laughs> sorry careful. well
1: unfortunately we're not here to talk about sonic heroes oh we're here to talk about sonic adventure 2 like every other youtube channel has no, on for the planet Fuck's
0: sake bro sonic adventure Roll is around. one of those games I can't help it. It. sonic adventure is one of those games that i like almost, it's like third-party hate. It's like, I haven't even seen a fucking second <laughs> of this game, but people are so noisy about it that I'm like, yo, know, join me in the hater crowd, dude. I'm just headed over there to prove a point because I'm sick of hearing about Sonic Adventure 2. But convince me, Kyle, Dude, trust anyway. me.
1: I don't like this game either. I think it's very average. Mm. I think all Sonic games are average, like I said at the start of this segment. But goddamn City Escape
0: kicks ass. It, is that the skate is that the sorry i was trying to unmute my mic so i was gonna take a drink uh is that the skateboard bit down the fucking hit like... that is
1: the skateboards that's the
0: only one thing that i've seen about sonic adventure over the fucking big the cats fishing or whatever those are the only two things i know about that, that was game. sonic adventure one yeah sonic, that was yeah, sonic the big, adventure one yeah the, the, those two they they're the same to me kyle they are the same to me
2: <laughs> that's true all sonic games are to the same show... as someone who doesn't know any better
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, it's the Sonic Adventure true. games, like in my mind, they occupy the same little minute fraction of it. And those are the only two things I know about Sonic Adventure mm-hmm. 1 and 2.
1: That's fair. But it is pretty but cool. No, and dude. the truck for chasing you is sick.
0: <laughs> sick moment.
1: Like, the level's split into like three distinct segments. You got the snowboarding down, or I guess, not even snowboarding, just like, it's basically snowboarding. Who gives a yeah. shit? <laughs> Where you're just shredding down... The streets of Sa- what is essentially San Diego, mm-hmm. away from the military, hell yeah! Because Sonic got acute, got arrested. <laughs> then the once that once that bit's over, you go into this little cool little platforming segment, in like back alleys of San Francisco. I'm bouncing back and forth between San Francisco and San Diego, because again, to the outsider, it's all the same. <laughs>
0: no, it's definitely hey. San Fran. It's definitely San Fran. It's definitely <laughs> San Fran. Anyway, go on.
1: It's definitely San Fran. Wherever Full House was shot, that's where that's where it is.
0: Only San Francisco has hills like that where you could tread the gnaw down there with yeah. the military. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Classic San Fran. Anyway.
1: Classic San Francisco. Uh, so yeah, you got this little platforming segment to get used to how Sonic controls, and then mm. when you're out of that, the truck chase starts, which... Oh, Again, absolute iconic moment from the game. I feel like mm-hmm. with a lot of Sonic games, they play their best, like they play their best hand first, and really just start with the best level because everything after that just feels bleh.
2: At least if you shut
1: About the game SA2. off after
2: that, it's uh it's true. Not the you could. Part.
0: I think my problem but then you Sonic also games, unlock the yeah. Chao Garden. Oh, Chow Garden's classic i had sonic pinball i lied there is a third sonic game in my repertoire and it is like som- <laughs> sonic pinball party for the gba i hate pinball that game was bullshit but it had chow garden so it was saved it was good i liked the chow garden and dumbass little me thought wow i love the chow i love the chow garden mini game in sonic pinball party and everyone was like you know, it's in other Sonic games. I thought it was. I thought that was just the thing with Sonic i Boy. <laughs> like, this is sick, bro. You get an egg. This this shit's popping. I love it. Uh, it's great.
1: Dude, why is that not something they just put in every Sonic game? They should.
0: They should. It's fantastic. Honestly, people love it. Yeah, but um, I think the problem with Sonic games is they always have this one big moment in every Sonic game, and I just kind of sigh whenever this ha- whenever I see it because I'm like, oh great. So that means in five years, when they do their classic every five year, let's make a game where we look back on the history of Sonic, I know what the level will be. It's like every time. It's like every time there's a Sonic anniversary game, whether it's Sonic Generations or with Sonic Frontiers, where they have the background. It's like, okay, where's the truck? I know the truck's coming. Where's the fucking truck? Show me the truck. Where is it? (laughs) Oh, there he is. (laughs) You think I'm in a fucking I dude. I'm, like, looking for the truck. I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck's it coming? <laughs> um, where's truck coon? Where's truck coon? at? It's time to get killed. Anyway, it's like... It's just... It's the problem with Sonic games. is You look for those one... Those one set... Like, that one section every time. It's like Sonic Heroes, they always do the beach. They always do the beach with the dolphins from Sonic Heroes. Every time, they always do that shit. And it's yep. like, okay... Can we do something else? there's there's a lot of cool levels in Sonic. They at least look cool even if they play like shit. So you could do something like that. Like take a, you know, do a I'm still waiting for that kind of Sonic Mania 3D Sonic. And I don't mean it in generations where they have like bits and pieces of every game where I'm like, I want you to just take the worlds that you've already made and do good shit with them instead of mediocre. <laughs> like, you know, take these cool <laughs> locations, like these futuristic cities, and make a good level instead of a shitty one. Could you please? Thank you. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. But now it's obviously iconic because even I've heard yeah. Of it. Yeah, it's great. And of course, the yeah.
1: music "Escape yeah. from the City." You know it. I know it. We all know it. It's a jam.
0: I mean I think one thing that everyone agrees on whether you like Sonic games or not the music's always good like the, the Sonic oh, music yeah. is always great you can't you can't argue that Sonic music's bad because it isn't it's always great mhm can't complain with a good Sonic soundtrack anyway hunter
2: all right well this one's going to be a little shorter just because there's inherently less to talk about but I'd be remiss if I Tony Hawk Pro Skater to the hangar level. Oh, fucking classic. Oh, it's so good, man. There's just so much cool stuff to jump off of and grind on. Mm -hmm. Like, you can go, you can grind across the one plane, you can jump over the helicopter, and then like, the the layout of all of the rest of it is just a bunch of like, half pipes and stuff. Really. I really like the beginning levels of to the first two pro pro skater games because those are the ones that seem like they're most designed with the actual intent of comboing stuff together yeah. in mind whereas, uh, you know, the other ones kind of, the levels after that kind of have to bend the knee to uh being an actual location.
0: <laughs> that's what I think it is it's like, you know, it's like the first level the tutorial level in a Tony Hawk game is usually it's kind of like, it's like a skate park or a warehouse well that's being fabricated into it's something that's like, it feels like Somewhere you would actually go to do indoor skating, you know where it's like okay, yeah. cool, they've built it for this, whereas you know, like you're saying, you go into places like Miami and stuff like that, yeah you'll have grind rails and stairs, you can do shit on, but they also have to try and make it like functional, yeah I they have say. to actually
2: make it a place, but you know it, it's great for a tutorial segment and just letting you learn the ropes of how the game controls, but also like when you go back there after you've like played the game for a while it's just its own level of great playground as far as just Mm. the sweet combos and stuff you can do and all that and there's like the extra area outside that you can make your way to Mm. it's
3: just a really well done level
0: hell yeah i like it's it's classic it's a classic and also just like turn like Uh, again like with sonic tony hawk soundtrack fucking incredible so it's like, Always. it makes anything iconic, dude. It's like, what's the best yeah. middle level in gaming? You just pick the middle <laughs> level Antonio. Which like, soundtrack's it don't matter what it fucking is. Yeah, you gonna say no to <laughs> Superman by Goldfinger? Didn't think so. Just some good shit. Just some good, good shit. Sorry, Kyle, were you gonna say something, Kyle?
1: I was gonna say, I need to try this, these pro skater games at some point because I downloaded the 1 and 2 remake
0: oh, when God, it was free, free, free on PS Plus. Ain't? I always keep meaning to it. I'm like I should buy the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake at some point. And I you just should, like oh, yeah, we, we got it for free to
2: about to for a little while. Like chucked yeah. a solid weekend into it when it came out and then I played it a few more times <laughs> here and there.
0: It's just it's I on that go- it's, it's on that like, never. Like, it's ending not Mac the long.
2: It's not
1: the first game I think of if I need something to to zone out to, but maybe that's just cuz I haven't tried it yet.
0: Dude, yeah. I'm just like I yeah. just realized that I'm like a masochist. Year of
1: expansion. I'm
0: like, I'm the maso- I'm a masochist at heart. Do you know what I did today? After like I spent like four hours working on HGO background stuff, and then after that, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like because I was looking at games to play, right? And I wanted to break between S- Sly Three and something else. And I was like, I can play Bayonetta Three. I can play Kirby, uh, or the other one is the Pathless, which is an indie game that came oh, out yeah. a couple of years That's
2: ago. Like the pathless.
0: Yeah. And I've got the pack, I've got a physical copy of it, and I'm like, I'm looking forward to playing it, but nice. I just can't bring myself to play it. So what did I do? Booted up my Xbox, fucking insane trilogy, Crash 1, why the fuck not? And I played through the entirety <laughs> of that. That's Bastard, hilarious, got, like... because
2: I was about the joke that you were going to, you, you just started a Crash 2 speed run for no reason. No,
0: I just, I just played, I just play through Crash 1 for fun. That's my pleasure, is going to the high road and going, <laughs> Fun. Like everyone else that's their worst Fun. nightmare. <laughs> do you know how proud I was? I haven't played that game in like 3 years. Stormy Ascent didn't die. Literally got oh, fucking nice. all the way through that bastard Damn. with no deaths. and I was like, I'm proud of myself. Also, this is a problem. You have an addiction. It's time to stop because why do you keep coming back to this <laughs> game? You naughty boy. Um I'm supposed to pick a game. I mean, like Where the do you... food. Let's yeah. Try. Uh dude, do, 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 do. I've got I've got a couple I'm trying to think of what Hun- Hunter... I'm trying to think what Hunter has. That's what I'm thinking now. Do you have the hey. game that I think you have, Hunter? Uh...
2: <laughs> I think I might have left it off.
0: You don't have... uh, You don't have a critically acclaimed prequel to a game releasing this shit. No. Okay, let's talk about Breath of the Wild's fucking plateau then. It's, it's, that's like... Again, oh, yeah. I hate zelda i it's not even a it used to be like i don't like classic zelda i like i've tried too many of them now i just don't like the original formula to zelda i just don't know what it is 3d zelda especially particularly i'm sure i'd probably like 2d zelda a bit more because it's a bit more structured (laughs) in a way if that makes sense i just there's something about 3d zelda that just doesn't click with me and it's like, the vibe's cool. I played for the entirety of the Wind Waker. And I liked Wind Waker, but also I was fighting myself. And I was going to wikis to look up the answers to solutions to where the fuck I'm supposed to go. Like, I was not sitting there cruising the seven seas going, I'm having the time of my life. I was like, okay, which island's next? A2, brilliant. Off I go. That's what I was doing. Because I was like, <laughs> just doesn't, just, Zelda just doesn't click with me at all. So Breath no, of the I Wild.
1: I'm kind of the same way.
0: And I'm not going to lie, that Breath of the Wild launch trailer was the best trailer in video games, period. It got me so hyped up for a game... Best trailer
2: for anything, period, ...that I shouldn't be excited for.
0: (laughs) So much so, instead of being smart and buying a copy of it for my Wii U that I already owned, I bought a Nintendo Switch with a copy of Breath of the Wild on launch day, like a sad, sad boy. And I loved it, because... It just there's something, and the Great Plateau is like this brilliant bit of game design where they just give you a chunk of land, and they basically they basically make Runescape's tutorial island. But like it's just like it's just a bit. It's like a little mini playground of pacing about. And you're like, this place is huge. There's only four, and there's four shrines that you have to do to get your abilities. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And then it just has like that. Oh, it has that. People always talk about that Alder Ring moment where you realize that the map that you've been playing is like a 10th of the map or whatever. I always think people over-exaggerate that because when I looked at the Elden Ring map, I'm like, it's drawn out, so I can't really tell how big it is or how big it is, if you make sense, because it's, it's, like it's, like, it's just like a drawing of a map in a way where I'm like, it kind of looks like, it's kind of big, I can't tell. Um... But with Breath of the Wild, when it does that kind of moment, where it's like, "Here's the great plateau, and here's now the rest of the game," you stupid fucker! I'm like, "Oh my god, look at how big it is!" <laughs> I've just spent like six hours doing four shrines and beating, like, chopping trees, bro. What is this? <laughs> it's like macking
2: around the same group of yeah. Baka for yeah, <laughs> for those little like... treasure
0: boxes. And I just i I have massive respect. And I, I again, I'm, looking, I'm like I say, I'm very much looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom. I'm kind of scared for Tears of the Kingdom to be honest. Excited, but scared because it's been six years. Why is this game taking so fucking long? I'm scared. I'm very scared. Um, but there's just something about the kind of the audacity, the confidence of that video game to be like, here you go, fucker. Here's all the tools you'll need in the entire video game straight away. Have fun. We know how good our game is. And you're like, you know what? You're right. It just it just fucking works. <laughs> it just does. And I'm like, fair play. That's one
2: thing almost every Zelda game has in like space is the audacity.
0: And I think like, why I, that's, that's why I love Breath yeah. of the Wild in comparison to all the other Zeldas, though, because it's like all, all the other Zelda's is like, he's a fucking instrument, and he has like six fucking random arbitrary items you'll get across this fucking game. Like, boring and I that's why I'm scared about Tears of the Kingdom. I don't want dungeons where they're like, here's the item and here's the puzzle like here's the dungeon for the puzzles which all involve the wind item. And I'm like, fucking kill me. Like that's what I, I loved about I loved about Breath of the Wild. Going into a shrine. Being like, Okay, literally, I don't know what my tools could what tool's gonna fix this, what's gonna solve this problem. I might even fucking do it in a completely unintended way. That's cool. I want that to stay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ideally for me. When they like, hopefully, I do hope that Tears of the Kingdom has like actual big dungeons. It will, but I hope they onto. bring yeah, it better make <laughs> <That's laughs> <like>, something. But, <laughs> but I hope they bring with that the you know general notions of the puzzle mm. design from Breath of the, Wild, which I think they are because like they added more, they added more things that you saw them doing for like you know, 0.2 seconds per thing for, yeah. across all three of these teasers, you know, but there were, he was doing more stuff in it, and
0: it's just, yeah, I'm I'm looking for it. It's because I know this is it, right, is I know that after this game, they're gonna go back <laughs>
2: you gotta to wait shitty till the next Zelda one.
0: <laughs> that I don't like. No, I know that they're gonna go back to shitty Zelda I don't like because I feel like two of these, I feel like we always knew we were gonna get a sequence to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But I feel like after they've done two, I feel like they're going to go back to the old formula or they're going to do a hybrid or they're going to do something where it's like, we're going to keep pieces that we learned from Breath of the Wild, but we Breath of the Wild games clearly take too long to make. So we're going <laughs> to take, like, we're going to do more, we're going to do more stuff in a smaller, and I, they're going to lose me. I, I know Zad going to lose me.
2: They, they started, it was taking them a long time between entries for the old formula. towards the end of that too like the distance between Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword was like five years
0: yeah but you were also you were getting other stuff right you were getting other stuff you were getting the portable games you were getting you have
1: Link's crossbow training
0: yeah okay not that shite but you know what I mean it's like people always (laughs) like oh people always like oh the gap between Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild was pretty long and I'm like yeah but you also had a link between worlds between them as well so it's like you had no that came after yeah, it was yeah, after.
2: and Skyward Sword came out in 2011. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I'm saying you had, yeah, people say that the gap between that was long, but they, they always forget about Link Between Worlds is actually in between. That's what I was trying to say. Because it's Skyward Sword, we then Link in... Between Worlds, then Breath of the Wild. People always ignore Link Between Worlds. Oh. That's what I'm trying to get I thought you were at.
2: saying that a Link Between Worlds was between Twilight Princess and Skyward no, Sword. No, I'm trying to say it's that. between
0: Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. Uh, and people always forget yeah. about it and act like the gap was longer. And then there's also all the other stuff, you know, like Triforce series. And yeah, you have Link's Awakening remake or whatever, but it's like, it's been, it's been it genuinely has been. We have not had a it's new still game been four in years, six years. It's been six years since we've had an actual mainline-to-mainline <laughs> mainline game. And it's like, it's crazy long. Absolutely ridiculous. Even for AAA standards, that's a ridiculously long period of time to have a game in development. Scary times, bro, scary times. But I feel like this is it. So this is like, this is me. Like I'm hoping that it's my game of the year and I absolutely adore it because I feel like this is all I'm going to get from Breath of the Wild ever again until they come back to it in like 15 years. And by that time, I'll be like, what? Forty, cringe. Fuck that. You think at forty years old you have time for Breath of the Wild three or whatever? No. Dude,
2: you're just still gonna take a week off of work for it when it comes time. To, to, to mark, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to hope it. I'd like to hope
0: at age forty I will have cheated the system and figured out a way to actually just be happy hunter and not be in a city shitty job. <laughs> That's my hope. That's fair.
2: Damn, but yeah, I didn't have because uh, I didn't have this written down for the list. Mostly because. Yeah, uh, we decided not to do, include the worst openings for video games this time. But I had Twilight Princess as one of those, which is why I left off Breath of the Wild for the just, opening I, of the
0: I feel good like well, I, I, I'm sorry I feel like I like Majora's Mask's intro, because it's kinda creepy in a forest and mm-hmm. then fucking skull kids like <laughs> Yunky Splinky and fucking <laughs> Yeah, this horse is mine now. It's <laughs> shanking time, baby! <laughs> Off he go. <goes. laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> I love that. Like, that's creepy. But it's like, all the other ones, they're just boring. It's like, Link wakes up in his house. Link goes on and well, event. It's like, boring, yeah, but boring shit.
2: those have the decency to take, like, Ocarina of Time, for example, at most, it takes 20 minutes to get out yeah, of the forest like,
0: talk to the big tree a big tree's like get in my mouth bitch i'm like no i don't want this get away from me you creepy
2: yeah, which boy. maybe not no. the most interesting subject matter but again over and done with in 20 minutes it takes you like three hours to get to the a dungeon at all in twilight princess and most yeah, of it well. is aggressively uninteresting
0: maybe i'd like twilight Watch princess
2: Princess's yeah. intro is so boring <laughs>
0: yeah but in my head i'd just be like hey at least it's not a dungeon guys at least it's not a dungeon <laughs> most i don't know what it is about Zelda dungeons they're just the most they just they just don't work for me they just don't work for me because then they're, they're just they're just linear fucking I certainly
2: would not like Twilight princess then because the the rest of the game <laughs> would is the part that is uh the least interesting <laughs> one thing it had going for it was the dungeon design <laughs>
0: i just i don't know what it is about zelda dungeon design it just isn't interesting to me because it's like i know that it's like it's like an escape room but for five year olds so you know where the fucking puzzle is it's just like it's literally just like walk around a big escape room where you know the fucking solution and if you don't it's probably use the item you were just given (laughs) it's like it just doesn't do anything to me and i love that people love zelda but, and I wish I could get into it, but I've tried like five of them and I just can't. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. Hmm. Anyway, Kyle, get us back on track.
1: Get us back on track. Did you guys know that there's a video game that I hate called Super Mario
0: 64? I do hate, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, you, you also do hate know? 64. <laughs> Like I do hate sixty four. Oh shit! I mean, you like hate sixty four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that bob on Battlefield is secretly the best level in the game?
2: It is a pretty because it
1: board. feels it feels like an actual fucking level that people could like inhabit.
0: It and does, and it's not
1: situated on top of a fucking bottomless pit for no reason.
0: I do like isn't bob that right?
1: Womp's fortress. It is, say, that right. Snow it is Mountain. the only
2: one in the game I love <laughs> hearing you talk about Snow Mountain will only ever bring up memories of it just wrecking you one time. Dude. Dude
0: that, Snow Mountain is always where my oh, Mario sixty four playthroughs end. That's where all my yeah. Mario sixty four playthroughs end. That's the furthest I ever get in that game. Cause I just I, I'm like so Bob on Battlefield is a good level. Yes. Then Flomp's Fortress, I'm like this is some fucking Lego looking ass, bro. Like Jesus Christ. How how That's is a... level 2 already looking Lego? And then That's I get to that Slump's thing. Fortress is a... Fine. I
1: think it's the last thing I did in Mario bleh.
0: 64 was snow mountain, fucking throw the penguins off the cliff and close the application. And that was what I did, uh, I was <laughs> on Switch version. So I was just, like fucking <laughs> I the penguins. That. So, so, bye-bye. That.
2: Yeah. Bye-bye, but, but because like the rest of Mario 64, essentially, the level design does very much feel like a kid playing with toys. But Bomb Battlefield mm-hmm. feels like a location that could exist in a fictional world. So- you see, the
0: thing is, though, is if it's. it's That's a cool idea. I would love for a, not Nintendo necessarily, but if they're like, you know how they did like Yoshi's Crafted Wall, Kirby's Epic Yarn, or whatever like that? The kind of idea <laughs> of having a Mario or kind of platformer where it is built out of toys and it is like a kind of kids just pissing about that'd be a great idea for like a three little
1: big planet
0: no not necessarily yeah. but he I was wants a of, platformer I was, that's good <laughs> yeah i was thinking more of okay, when i was thinking fair. about it i was thinking the closest that i could think of to something like that is that indie game that's supposed to be coming out this year the plucky squire or whatever i don't know if you guys plucky have seen squire. it yeah, yeah. I've seen i think that game looks fab it looks great it looks cool man um it, it, it's it got, I know the lead artist for it is uh, Jacob Turner who was the Pokemon guy who, I like, he's I, I just remember seeing him in, like, Pokemon interviews. I'm like, he's cool. I like him because he draws cool Pokemon and that's pretty epic and also he's, like, one of the only Westerners that worked, like, at Game Freak. I was like, that's kind of cool, like, how he's just, like, chilling and he's, like, one of the lead artists on Pokemon. That was cool. And now he's doing the Plucky Square. I'm like, that's a really cool concept for a video game. But It's like, if you work with it, that's the thing, Hunter, is if you worked with that idea, if you worked with a concept like that, I'd be perfectly fine. It's the fact that we all know... Oh yeah, this is the result
2: of it just being an N64 game. I understand that. Not even an
0: N64 game. It's a... Ah, fuck it. Chuck it at the wall. See if it works. Like, we don't have time to Mm texture the... Like, I'd allow it. If I didn't, like... We've all been on Photoshop. We all know what a fucking transparent object looks like with the fucking squares, like the two different colored squares back to back to back to back to back. back. Why are there fucking textures that? It's like, at least fucking put just like a solid blue texture or something on it. Jesus Christ. It's not too hard, is it? (laughs) It's just, I get it. They were rushing it out. They needed something for the N64's launch. I get that. Also, hear me out. (laughs) <laughs> fucking push the N sixty four, like just do. Like you didn't need it out <laughs> on that day with two fucking games. Yeah, Mario is great, iconic game. I just like to think <laughs> we live in the world where we're always like, imagine that game with one year, more year. Imagine side one year. Mario, imagine Mario sixty four with one more year, dude. Fuck it, sheesh. That would have been like incredible. Probably would have changed my tune. Imagine the on
1: whole N sixty four with one more year.
2: True.
0: There are some great looking. You let them fix games, that
1: though. fucking controller.
0: Like say, hate the console. Don't think that
2: controller would have been moved, changed.
0: I hate the console, but I there are some things that I do like. There are so many good looking games on N64, and ninety percent of them, to be fair, were by rare. But when rare did make an N64 game, they were great. They were great, and yeah, but they also made Donkey Kong 64. I mean, that has the DK Rat. Look, they weren't all winners. I think it's impressive think about how many games rare made during the n64 era and then somehow during all of that they somehow managed five. to make like a six million year long donkey kong game that no one likes imagine that's <laughs> like that takes skill to make a it game is. that long while they were also making other <laughs> games that's like really talent like fucking hell like, it's that's, like that's it's like
2: having it's like the rpg that you go back to when you're done playing the new game you know you got the long mm-hmm. thing. Play in between releases. That's what Donkey Kong 64 was for Rare <laughs>
0: <laughs> It takes a special kind of person to like DK64, like Sam. But you know, yeah. someone's got to like it. But no. Pop on Battlefield, actually a great level. I do love it.
2: It is. And the music's
1: Very iconic. Solid. It is and then they reused it in Womp's Fortress immediately.
2: They reused it in, like, every level almost immediately, <laughs> That's man. true, they did. Like, seven levels out of the 16 have had Sahung.
0: Get that shit out of you. It's great, though. You hear it the first time there, and it's fantastic. Dingba uh, Hunter... Bomb
2: is a really good design.
0: Yeah. Hunter, anyway, what's your penultimate like choice? Crown. My penultimate choice. Although I know you've got two that are quite similar, if you want uh, to. It.
2: I'm going to go God of War... All three of the old God of War games were really good at doing their best thing first, but mm-hmm. for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to go with God of War 2. The,
0: okay. uh... I, I feel like that. I also feel that like that stands for God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok, to be honest, as well. I feel like... <laughs> mm. There's no better boss fight than the first boss fight in either of the two new God of War's, in my opinion. Like, I feel like they peak too early every single time.
2: I mean, I guess in those games' case, as far as boss fights are concerned, yeah. But I feel like there are things in the game that actually,
0: oh, story and intro, are, yeah, definitely. Like yeah,
2: story yeah, and intro are like higher yeah, points there. You'd, I, I, you could make the argument that all three of the original God of War games is straight up peak in their first level. Fair um, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the first game the God of War not, 1 did. Yeah, not as interesting once you're done fighting the hydra. God of War 2 is where you're you go to Rhodes and you spend like 20 minutes just being smack smacking this giant statue around a city and it's amazing. <laughs> like Kratos is going he's trying to like lay siege to Rhodes and you know Zeus and Mm From form of a bird steals some of his god powers and uses it to animate this colossus, and you just spend is you know this fun little back and forth where you oftentimes you'll be just smacking around you know the regular old soldier people, which is just kind of like the connective tissue into this really good like introductory boss battle that has really solid moments, you know, Mm -hmm. ripping off its hand and swinging it back at him, and just all the bombastic stuff that the uh God of War series became known for. And one of the things that's kinda nice about it is it manages to do all this without feeling overly tutorially, really. Like uh it just kinda throws you into these scenarios and assumes you played a, played the other one or assumes <laughs> you would know what to do. And I think it works because most of it's pretty self explanatory. They still got like the they still got the circle button prompts when you're supposed to do a quick time event, so You only so it's hard to get yourself lost there and it does a good job at showcasing like just the general improvements in the gameplay as well i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it had like the more streamlined whip or chain grapple thing at some point there i'm kind of going off of years old memories at this point maybe i should have looked at them maybe i should have looked at (laughs) Once or twice, once before the recording. Just like boot up a Let's Play real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I just play that. it myself. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's always the part of the game that stuck out the most to me. Like, there are other cool bits in God of War 2, and I think God of War <laughs> 2 is the most well put together of the original three, but that, that, the introductory level in particular was really solid. Definitely its best foot forward.
3: Mm. definitely I haven't played God of War 2 it's
0: the one I know the most about from the original trilogy but I also just think that's because <laughs> it's like it's the it's the favorite it's also the song song to the PS2 so you know I feel like it has a lot of reasons for people knowing oh, really? a lot about it
2: hmm. yeah, yeah it came out in like 2007 yeah wow after the PS3 came out
3: Hmm. So, anyway,
0: I have. Uh... One's a vibe, and then one is just a very good intro to a video game, or a very first couple of intro. Yeah, I'll go with this one first. Which is a co- we're we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back to ep- we're bringing it back to episode one, Hunter. We're bringing it back to episode one. Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Oh my god! I really Doom Animal Eternal I Crossing... <laughs> Eternal. Fantastic. Doom Eternal uh, does have a good. Still first haven't played level. it. Still haven't played it. Um, no. Animal Crossing. Oh, I, I always like. I feel like the I, the reason I like Animal Crossing New Horizons' intro is you know most of the time. It's just like hey, you know what. Like, New Leaf is like, pick your name, pick your town, pick your, like, you do all that. And then you just show up and they're like, congratulations, you're mayor, now do shit for us. Where I just like, I think the thing I like about New Horizons is that it takes its time. And the reason it takes its time is because once you get there, there's no fucking content. But when it's in that growth phase of <laughs> where it takes its time and it slowly builds up, I think it's like the best way Animal Crossing's done it, where, you know, you have this island, there's only two of you. It's fucking, it's, it's unpopulated. It's, it's, it's uninhabitable. There's trees and shit everywhere. You're cleaning up, you build the museum, you have this kind of really slow growth where the first week and a half, two weeks is brilliant i mean you don't even get the day and night like the hourly songs until like (laughs) two weeks into the game because you're still not built up enough of your town and it's just like i just kind of love the vibe of that and i think the real shame with animal crossing new horizons is it never keeps that vibe once those that two Mm. weeks is over and the town becomes a regular animal crossing town it kind of loses all of its personality and then you just kind of end up missing the things from New Leaf that made New Leaf the best entry and still the best entry in the franchise, right? You miss the you miss the shopping kind of um street. You miss like all of those kind of, you you miss having all of the amenities. You have missing you miss having all those kind of stuff, all those characters retail. You just start missing a load of stuff. Cause it just becomes generic Animal Crossing again. But those first two weeks, man, those first two weeks when it's just like you on a deserted island and you've got to clean your shit up and you're just having the time of your life, those were a good two weeks. <laughs> Especially because it was COVID, and there was nothing to do. Good two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I wish two weeks. I really hope when the next Animal Crossing comes out. Because I feel like it's funny because between new after New Leaf, I was like, "When's the new Animal Crossing?" and we waited so fucking damn long. I don't think they'll wait as long this next time, uh, <laughs> especially with the sales numbers. Uh, even if it was COVID, I feel like they'll retain at least fifty percent, and that'll be like still ridiculous numbers. Um, I hope they really do take lessons learned from New Leaf because I feel like what <laughs> ended up happening was people like, there's some really good shit here, but also New Leaf's still the kind of golden child of the Animal Crossing franchise. But man, like I say, first couple of weeks of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Brilliant. Loved it. Good shit.
1: Yeah, New Horizons was a super chill game. I enjoyed my my little few months I played of that game.
0: Dude, Yeah. it's it's interesting because it's like with new leaf i always used to say to myself one day i'll go back one day i'll go back and i never went back new horizons i never have really been interested in going back because i'm like i Mm -hmm. i said my piece for that game i'm not the kind of person that will build a town that's like you know people will build like actual cities and stuff like that or you know island paradises where they meticulously craft lakes and rivers and have everything create a talk show with it create a talk show whatever (laughs) yeah um That's just not what I play those games for. And I eventually, you know, I eventually click out. Same with what I do with Stardew Valley. Eventually I'll click out. But Mm -hmm. I had a good time with it. Uh, I wish the DLC was more promptly released because I was well out of it by that time. And I did play a bit of the DLC and I paid for the DLC, but I didn't get the most out of it like I didn't with New Leafs because it was far too late for me to really hop back in and properly explore it. So. Hmm. Please release a full game next time, for the love of God. That's the one thing I hate about this (laughs) era of Nintendo, is every game comes out unfinished. Like, every... like Unless it's an RPG. The RPGs come out finished, but everything else, no fucking chance. Well, they have to. Exactly. Well, they don't have to. They could have very easily, Kyle, have used the (laughs) Xenoblade DLC to just put back in the stuff that they didn't have time in development. But they don't. They actually make the full game. It's kind of crazy.
2: Ima- imagine the ending just not being there. <laughs> uh, oh god, that would have made three a lot different.
0: <laughs> what if it didn't end? I would have yeah. liked it the most. It
1: just didn't have an ending. It's stuck in the endless now.
0: Hell yeah. Anyway,
1: well,
2: <laughs> arguably thematic. Yeah, no, true. I know. Okay. Kyle, where are we going?
1: They should have done that. Ah, uh, well. Speaking of JRPGs, I like JRPGs. Oh god, and I've had enough bullying here. things I don't like. No, Although praising things in games I don't like is what I was doing. But <laughs> let's. It's Chrono Trigger's intro. Chrono Trigger, arguably like the greatest game on the SNES, arguably the greatest game ever released. Some might say I'm some. I'm someone who would say that. It's a great game. Hmm. And this game's intro, you know, Hunter Hunter touched on it with Final Fantasy IX, but, you know, it's another intro that doesn't waste your time. It just gets right going, where you can basically take it at your own pace. You know, you can go to the Millennial Fair, which is where the progression for the game is, or you can just go around the whole world map. The game doesn't stop you. The game doesn't gate you off of going anywhere, and I think that's super cool. Mm. But, you know, right at the start of the game, you're introduced to a lot of the main characters. You've got your protag, Chrono, childhood friend, Luca, and then you meet a girl at the Millennial Fair, Marl, Marley, Marley. That's her name.
2: Marley. Classic. And, you yep. it's such like, a good intro.
0: Just... You don't even know the names. You so much. Well, no. <laughs> like rare, it was a game that exists. It's a weird
2: thing, so you don't know how to say it. Yeah. Oh god, it's one of those. No one games. can agree it's on it's her like name It's like
0: the Aritharis shit all over again.
2: <laughs> well, Ethan, it's
1: so it's spelled M A R L E.
0: Hmm.
1: So M A R L E it... so Marley. Marley, Marle, like people jump would... back and I... forth between pronunciations. I would... I would
0: go with Marley, but so would I. Cause Marl sounds weird. Marl like, just Marl doesn't sound like right. Marl sounds like Carl, so I'm like, <laughs> you know? I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. Marl. 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 yeah, it
4: Marl. Marl. I'm going Marl. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it, just, it just, <laughs> doesn't sound yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a Forrest Gump character, dude. Oh. That doesn't sound like a JRPG <laughs> character at all. Um. Oh. So anyway, you got a you got no, a group like... of friends.
1: You got a ragtag group a of rag- adventurers. Yeah, gang. All, all, yeah. all ready to explore the fair. And then you go up to Luca's little teleportation device showcase. And then the inciting incident happens. And Mar- Marley gets sent back into the past.
0: Bye. Damn, and then
1: the game starts. Cool. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's just. Formal. And again, like, you can. Take the time, explore everything the fair has to offer, or you can just like go main you know golden path it, just go right to right to the progression <laughs> go back to the middle ages, as you do oh now Chrono Trigger's just fantastic, highly recommended if you've somehow not played it yet,
2: even like the first uh dungeon that you get to as you uh you know, once you follow Marley back into the past and all that, that's like super, uh super quick paced. Didn't have the mm-hmm. in back in back in the old times with the JRPGs, it was really easy to feel like you were taking two steps and just being trapped by the random encounters. That didn't happen yeah. in this one so much because I don't think there were random the other... encounters in Chrono Trigger. Mm. No, all um, all the encounters happen right on
1: screen. Like, you can yeah. see the enemies there most of the time. And the battles just take place right where you get attacked by the enemies. It doesn't go to the battle dimension to do the battles. It just happens right on the map.
2: Yeah, so it just all still moves at a very quick pace. Like, I didn't beat all of Chrono Trigger. In fact, I only I played maybe like 10 hours of it, and I feel like I managed to get through a lot of that game in those 10 hours because it's very... Uh, (laughs) Economical with its time What was the the last
1: thing you did? I think it was when I
2: first I think it was the First uh, End of time part I think Ah, The
3: latest First visit That was a long time ago So I remembered Yeah you played a good amount yeah. But there was still so much more game after
0: that. Oh, oh god, Hunter right, okay. I'm, I'm moving on before he <laughs> goes all fucking... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm moving on before Kyle gets into his cult circle and starts chanting, and the Hunter then joins in, and then th- that's when the problem starts. Well,
2: up. now I'd have to, like, retrieve it from the hard drive of the other computer, so... Uh...
0: <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's you don't want to fucking bit wait that one. <laughs> the right? hard yeah. drive?
2: <laughs> well yeah, the hard drive because I I didn't really think to uh put the save file for a ROM onto a the <laughs> okay. flash drive oh, yeah, I was getting my video silly assets hunter.
0: onto. Silly, silly
1: Hunter. I wasn't, sure how you were, I wasn't sure how you were playing it. I wasn't sure if you would, like got the Steam
2: version or not. Nah. It's just
0: That's not a Hunter thing. To do. emulator. Anyway, Hunter.
2: Alright, my last two, pretty much um very cut from the same cloth devil may cry 3 and bayonetta 2 pretty much the difference i cut bayonetta
0: 2 from mine so i'm glad that you put that Uh, on them
2: yeah so basically the difference that like nine or so years makes devil may cry 3 very ridiculous as an opening very good at showing you what the game is Mm -hmm. especially in this particular case the three cut out. The first two games both take you, you take several minutes to actually get to a combat encounter and three was when they finally noticed the combat's <laughs> what people like about this game. <laughs> this game. <laughs> Let's just start you there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, so three's just a really solid first level to do because it's just swarmed with enemies. You're mm-hmm. very capable of handling them. It you know, you got your new style system that it shows you what to do with. So, very basic as far as the new direction that the series was kind of taking. Uh, Bayonetta yeah. 2. It's also
1: cool. It's also cool just because, like, those first two levels in ba- in DMC3 are just combat levels. Yeah.
2: Mm. They also give you nice little hints in the cutscenes as to things that Dante is like capable of doing. Oh, yeah. Like things that you can actually do, like riding on the enemies and whatnot if you jump on it. Yeah. All, all <laughs> sorts of cool stuff there. Mm. And then cool. Bayonetta the 2 is like the same thing taken to like the nth degree. <laughs> where it's like you get exactly <laughs> what the game shows you in that first level in the most bombastic fashion. And that's just what it is from there. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah. a demo that I played that instantly made me go, "Okay, yeah, I'll play this game," because I remember them releasing <laughs> a demo on the eShop, and I was like, "Sure, I'll play it." I was like, "Yeah, and then this you is great." The rest of it it's and also, you're like, oh, oh, shoot. that
2: was the best part. Yeah,
0: it was the best part of the game as well. I was, it I was, was disappointed. It's a great part, though. It's a great. It's a great part.
2: It is. It is.
1: <laughs> oh. it's, it's I think crazy. it was us talking about that part that kind of spawned this idea from Hunter. <laughs>
2: oh yeah yeah the yeah. whole best
1: first levels and i'm sure one.
2: that might have been what caused me to write it down months ago i think he like <laughs> offhandedly possible.
1: mentioned that when i was talking about my playthrough oh someone go fact check me this video was in october
2: yeah wow. it would have been october <laughs> yeah. bayonetta 2 fantastic bro
0: oh. hmm then uh and i guess i'll wrap it up uh with a quick one, I'm not gonna go too much into detail with this one because, uh just in case, because I have a friend who is playing through Danganronpa the series right now, so I don't want to ah. speak too much about it. But Danganronpa V3's first case, man, is like fucking oh, <laughs> like the oh. best. It's like the best thing in the series, so you know it is. Like, honestly, like straight up, man. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but the setup is great, the investigation is great, the plot twist is incredible. I even knew the plot twist, and I was still like, "Damn, it's really good." Yeah, and he's um, still
2: saying it's the best part of the series. That's how impressive really, it is. It's
0: really great, and <laughs> I, I just, I just love V three. I love V three to death. It's so good, like it's my favorite. Uh, independently
2: one. Independently of it being brought up by other people, because you know mm. sometimes people, you know, some people will be like, oh, this part of Dang and Rapa," blah blah blah, because Dang and Rapa is just naturally spawns conversations pretty easily. Uh, it's also when just, I'm not yeah. talking to other people this is the part of the series that i think of the most this and like this one part at the end of the game too
0: uh it's, yeah like i say i this i feel like you know v3 is very much a marmite kind of game some people really some i feel like it's either your favorite in the series or it's your least favorite and there's no in between with that fucking video game it seems most of the time so it's like it's it's a very polar but to me i just think it's fantastic i think i i love it and it's just, even if we don't count the first case, it's my favorite intro to the Danganronpa games period. Because the first one's like, Hi, my name's Mikolo, I'm going to school, look at me. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm aggressively ding-dong. ordinary,
2: boop, 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 boop. and I'm going to tell you that seven <laughs> times in
0: two minutes. <laughs> and, you go through, and you go through all that, and then Danganronpa is like, Hey, I'm, I'm Hime Hajime, and I'm, I'm, I'm the doobie-doobie-doo, and look at me, I'm going to the Academy. It's the same shit. You've got it's the, the fucking stupid pink stuffed
2: animal telling you utter nonsense.
0: Yeah. I'm Usami! And all that shy, And then number three is, I'm trapped in a locker. What the fuck is this house for? Why are there robots chasing me? What the fuck? And then, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's so yeah. good. And I just, like I said, I, I, I love everything about Danganronpa V3. It's It will always be my favorite of the franchise. And it's just, always have a soft spot for it. It's just so good. So good. You should play it if you haven't. Cause it's good, and don't listen to the haters. Go in with an open mind, yeah. And hey, if you don't like it the ending, dead. if you don't like the ending, like fifty percent of people seem to not the rest like it. The game is still, still a great ninety percent of the game. There, yeah. yeah the rest still a great the game 90% is still better, better than the other ones. It is. It's great. It's it's, 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 it's so good. It's, it's everything I like about One, but better. The school, better. The atmosphere, better. The characters, better. Everything. So, I would argue that
2: one might still be paced a little better, but that's just because it's the shortest one.
0: Oh yeah, that's the only yeah. That's the only downside but... is V three is like yeah. thirty five hours in comparison to like twenty. Well, <laughs> one wins the structure and pacing war just by virtue of just by being the shortest were... of the three. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But anyway, those are our picks for the best intros in video game history. What did we miss? Let us know. Uh because I'm sure we missed plenty I don't know we've listed every video game that had a good intro, know. all the others, bad every single one all of them bad. <laughs> All them bad
2: super impressionable yeah <laughs> there, are pl- there are plenty of these that I was thinking of and I was just like, well that was fine like, I thought of like mm-hmm. a, few, uh, a few platformer levels I thought about Celeste too but then I'm like, I, I talked about Celeste so much last year, I'm going to omit that one <laughs>
0: Nah, fair enough fair enough <laughs> um but yeah um i don't have anything else to say to be honest i'm not gonna lie oh. i'm tired the river
2: city girls review for you guys oh. to go watch
0: yeah that's out go watch that yeah i did my job this time you can go and watch that so you're live on <laughs> yeah. youtube.com and if you made it this far you've probably already watched it but go and watch it again uh i appreciate it <laughs> uh <laughs> Good job, kids. I was proud of you.
3: Um,
1: and so would I.
0: But yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm going to wrap it up. And I feel like I'm going to say all links are on screen right now for probably the last time. I think I'm just going to press the button from now on and just do the doodly doo. Because I realized that for all those podcast listeners that i'll always say our links are on screen right now and they'll be like what the fuck is this and i've just it was one of those things where i was like it's shower thoughts where you're like i've said something for the past like year and a half that doesn't make sense for 50 percent of our audience so i'm like that's brilliant but they they are in the podcast description if you want to go and check them out i'm just i'm just saying you can you can do that
2: you knew that I want you to know that this means I'm just going to do some random magic casting with my hands at any given well, point I'll during to, the well, outro well, yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll,
0: I'll I'll have to do like some kind of I'll do something like I'll have to like scratch the side of my head or something whenever <laughs> I'm about to press it, so you can just do the, the do the fucking hand gesture. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it on, or maybe I'll just be like, "Hey, remember you can go." I'll I'll say something like, you know, more generic, like, "Hey, that's been our show, and you can go and follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with everything that we do." You know, we'll come up with something. I'm always i'm always full of spiels hunter i can come up with another spiel that doesn't impu- involve looking <laughs> at something in an audio format uh we'll see we'll see i'm great i'm great at spiels you know just like this one you can go and follow us on twitter at hot gamers only or subscribe to us at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only and hey hunter if they don't want to look at your stupid face doing the little washy animation you can go to your podcast service favorite one spotify apple Podcasts, you name it we're on it go and give us a follow give us a nice little review uh you can listen to us there it's all good you can do whatever you want it's free real estate i love listening to podcasts i used to be a big video podcast person where i'm like no i need to look at the people talking or i just need to look at something now just pop that in the background I, uh, i've got stuff to do i'm a, I'm a busy person I, i've got stuff to do stick here in the pocket listen to it's you
2: funny i would when i would listen to podcasts a lot of times it would be in the video form but half the time it was still just while i was doing something else so it hardly well, mattered it used to be. unless they, used to be, yeah. they were doing something outlandish and i had to like look over and see what it was
0: it used to be um you know it used to be i was unemployed so i'd have podcasts on in the background while i was doing other stuff to keep myself busy now i don't have time i get like two or three hours in a day to do what i want i don't want to listen to a podcast that's what works for yeah. <laughs> i'll listen to podcasts that's what work work time. Is for. yeah because at least it gets me through the day a little bit easier. Um but you know, uh ramble aside, that's it for this week. Next week, am I right? Is it Persona, it's Persona week, right? Persona's out. Uh, Fire Emblem is out. Am I right Fire Emblem would also be out, yeah. So yeah, look yeah. forward Two impressions aren't. Persona ports. They're probably going to be good. Spoiler alert. They're probably just going to be Persona ports. I've seen the trophy list for Persona 3 portable. Go fuck yourselves, Atlas. That's fucking atrocious. Good lord. Two playthroughs, guys. Two Two playthroughs? playthroughs? Yeah, one is is male, and one is female. Yeah, you gotta do both of the bastards. And they expect you to complete the Persona compendium, max out your social links. What the fuck is this? You think I've got all day? I've got a life, Atlas. What the fuck? I thought you'd learn with Royal...
2: Play through to finish
0: i thought they'd look with Royal. <laughs> where royals just like show up you get a platinum i'm like epic you know they should realize that the 100 hour journey is trial enough to get through never yeah. mind uh, and golden's just At the-
1: least p3's on the shorter side
0: golden's the golden list as it's always been so i hope you guys like listening to laura bailey and hoping she says all the voice lines you want because that's what you're going to be doing that's the biggest challenge for golden but the, oh, the portable one is genuinely, it's like, complete two playthroughs, complete the compendium, max out all social links in a single playthrough. I'm like, jeez. Too much. So, so much stuff. But those are out. Uh, I'll be playing Fire Emblem, so you can have plenty of impressions from me when I go, oh my god, the anime game is very anime. I like it when they use horses, and they fly around, and they do the weeb things. It's going to be great.
2: I like it when Marth
0: from Smash Bros. shows up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um yeah 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 yeah. so you've got that next week then the following week you have got forespoken and then i believe the week after that is dead space am i correct on that
2: dead space is the same week as forespoken
0: oh even better so i don't have to speak that much about forespoken brilliant just as i always wanted just as i could always Mm -hmm. dream uh so you got a nice little couple of weeks so we got some content it's weird it feels weird having stuff in january this early in january usually it's the last week of january so i feel like things are creeping up yeah, on us the last week quickly. in january when yeah, microsoft
2: King- goes the- and buys something
0: yeah the kingdom Hearts Day. <laughs> oh, no. i feel like it was the kingdom hearts day i feel like kingdom hearts did really well there like three years ago four years jesus christ four years four years ago and now yeah, everyone's you know, like. and
2: Resi both came out like at the same kind of period of time there.
0: And I feel like it was a one two punch where they were like, oh, this time slot works now. So now people always creep in with some random shit. They're just like, yeah, Forspoken and Fire Emblem and, yeah, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Have some a Dead reason, Space February
2: is always like
0: packed. Oh, God. Feb- <laughs> February is a. We're, February's we're not talking gonna about. Be fun. It, it, it's not going to be fun at all. Octopath Traveler too. Octopath Traveler 2 We'll
1: each have to just like split up and take a game to talk about.
0: Well, I don't know what I'm taking. If it's PSVR, you're I'm taking Horizon: Call of no, the God. Mountain
1: <laughs> on your PlayStation <laughs> VR 2 I-,
0: I will be expecting donations, and I'll be like, "Thank you very much for your donation. <laughs> I appreciate it." I'll be like, I'll be going on a fucking rally <laughs> at this point. Anyway, yeah, that's that, all for that's this the sound
1: week. Of someone who's booting up a Crash Two stream again. <laughs> He needs the funds. <laughs>
0: I'm broke, guys. I'm broke.
2: Oh, shoot. I'm gonna have to tier
1: three sub.
0: Oh, God. I just oh, dude, just gonna... Get the yeah.
1: donation bar across the bottom of the screen.
0: I'll just have it be the screen. I'll be like, the more money you give me, the more Crash 2 you see. Okay, I'll make the bar... Go spread. collect
2: your gifted subs from Jack, finally.
0: Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go cash those in. Tax pay. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> the tax man's finally coming cool. Yeah. Tax collector. Anyway. That's it for this week. Uh, thank you ever so much for listening and watching wherever you are. We hope you have an amazing week. We'll be back same time, same place next Monday. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.
3: See you.